0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are my favorite players doing today? I mean, great. Good
1: again. Thanks, Neil. Yeah, we're doing good. Not sure great. About
2: these, all the three.
3: These losers. These two. <laughs> these two are great. How could you not love these people? What is wrong with you? Hmm. No, yeah, they are good. I'm doing good. They're though. all right. Okay. Yeah. My God, how Anglo-centric can you be? Um, True. <laughs>
4: We, can, Sorry, be we can. can be a lot less than I this. I know you can.
3: Don't yeah. let me tempt you. It's fine. Everything's great. Uh, totally we're last. The flags. <laughs> we're last. We left the party. They were on Flotsam Island. Um, and where on Flotsam Island were we?
0: All
2: around. We were split the party. Well, we yeah. Split yes. But it's Northern safe to split a... the party here. Mr. Mr. Proma's yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Nick was
3: going to the blacksmith
2: that's right mm-hmm.
1: going to the
3: blacksmith yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um so why don't we start off with nick and the blacksmith captain john last few times yeah. you've come through here you've been disguised trying to sneak through the city streets and you know get here without anyone else seeing what's going down is that how you do it yeah. this time
1: no i don't think so because we've wait we weren't disguised
3: right we walked straight on
0: Right but, island, you
3: yeah. know i'm I'm saying that you're you're visiting the blacksmith now in a way that you no. haven't before right i I don't even really i I'm, I'm just checking in with
1: the blacksmith I, I actually wanted to go and do something else after this, but I'm just going to check in with him, so I'm not disguised I'm going as myself Excellent. i will it, if it's during the day, I'll go to his shop i guess mm mm-hmm. yeah, so I'll like roll up down that familiar street and probably hear the the hammering of anvils
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: and i'll uh Pop my head around into his shop. Remind me the guy's name, Neil.
0: Does, do I know his name? I must know his name. He can't just be called blacksmith. His name in the notes. I know. I don't think we ever learned this guy's name. I think you've just been showing up and hanging
3: out with him and <clears throat> uh, having conversations, and that's that uh, was that.
1: Right. Um, okay. So I pop my head around the corner then, and I'll say, "Well, it's uh." Nice to be meeting under less strained circumstances.
3: Yeah, and he looks at you for a moment, and then, you know, without the darkness and without the hoods and the disguises, he, it slowly dawns upon him who you are, who's arriving. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> and he falters a moment and goes, uh, uh hello there. My friend. I'll go to shake his hand. He reaches out a hand and looks nervously up and down the streets. No need to be worried.
1: I think uh, the White Prince has left this island, has he not?
3: Um, you, you tell me, sir.
1: Chroma pays taxes to us now, and your loyalty won't be forgotten.
3: Thank you. Thank
1: How's you. How's things for you? Since the we dealt with that problem, with well, you remember.
3: Th- things are well. Things are are very well. The furniture in the house is going well. Um. He seems a little uncomfortable with the broad daylight meeting with this pirate. <clears throat> What's wrong? I, I can't put an arm around him. You seem nervous. Nothing to be nervous about. Where are the guards? Um, you know, that one is no longer a problem, and the others are, I'm assuming, off to do their... Is there something I can help you with, sir? Good sir. Fine customer, sir.
1: I look around the shop. Uh, the other blacksmith, like his apprentice and that, are they watching?
3: Um, yeah, you know, his kid's over there, you're plunging some nails into some water and then popping them out and going, grabbing the other nails and quenching them and then, you know, placing them on something to reheat them. Just doing some, you know, early stuff. Yeah, okay, so I start to walk around. I'll, like, pick up a sword and look mm-hmm. at it and put it back down.
1: You know, I'll look at his hammer or whatever. Sort of do a little lap around the around the workshop, give a wink to the kid. Mm -hmm. and I'll say, um, you know, nothing really. In particular, I need I was more wondering if there's anything you needed.
3: No. Everything is fine here. Um, Business is okay. Uh, Ever since Lady Nightingale left, things have been a little economically depressed, but I'm sure they'll pick up. I'm sure they will. Uh, Talking about that, I've come to
1: give you the second payment I owe. I'm going to drop this guy as I go to leave mm-hmm. bargain for uh, gold let me see how much the
2: party 50 gold coins then
1: no nah, it's maybe a bit more than that I think I'm going to give him
2: like 200 gold We're oh. dropping him four bags Nick
3: four bags of gold <laughs> <Sure>.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: they clatter on his table loudly his son looks up at the sound of coins dropping he sees four bags probably thinking they're silver, maybe copper. You know, four bags is probably copper. Um, and he goes back to his work very quickly. The, um, the blacksmith, you know, opens them, and his eyes go wide as the, the gold glitters in his face. Um,
1: I tap him, like, reach out, like, pat him on the shoulder, and say, uh, keep up the good work.
3: Yes, I'll sir. Do out. you need any more copper wire? Not right now. Oh. Thanks. All right. Uh, and you I'll can disappear. Out. Yeah, I w- after this, we can put
1: someone else. There was two ships that were in the two decent-looking ships in the harbor mm-hmm. that had been, like, stranded there, and they can't use them because of the dragon. Mm-hmm, yes. The harbor master told me that where the, two, the woman that owned them were, so I'm going to go. I want to go and speak to her.
3: All right. Uh, and while we're doing this, we're going to flip over to Archie real quick. Uh, What are you doing Well, everyone's going around town With their own little mini missions in mind And interrogating nobles Oh that's right you Uh, were hanging out with Nilrum
5: Yeah yeah I think I'm just hanging out with Nilrum at this point Just you know making sure everything's good Making sure I'm looking around nothing fishy going on Not that Mm -hmm. I would notice but
0: That's That's true Okay Um, No plans no desires of your own
5: I think so. The biggest desire that Archie has right now is to find out what eating that piece of a dragon did to him. Yeah, but it seems like that's not really going to happen until he gets into a serious altercation.
0: You mm. think it's definitely combat related, though? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. That, cool. It's, that seems to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, like
5: that's that's what he wished for, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that was
3: the intent of his desire. Um, so we let's do. Uh Nilram who's right with you Nilram you have left Lord Chroma's estate and you're walking back through Port Ferris you've successfully intimidated the boy his guards all sort of backed off except for that one who seems like she knows what she's doing and um the town's sort of yours right didn't you just bully yourself into being king yeah how much gold did we get um, we, uh, it was just an agreement um, to give you half oh, of all the taxes, the... right? Yeah, but yeah.
2: I, you, I usually collect it. Mm-hmm. We collected oh, it immediately last yeah. time, so I think I was going to collect it immediately. Because um, this will just depend on where we go. Archie, I'm assuming, is carrying the
3: gold. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, yes, I think you ended up pulling out... Um, I want to say it's like a 1,000 gold ballpark it's a big old uh, you know. is that
2: a, is that a good enough as gospel to add it to the character sheet yeah or to like the
3: okay yeah you can just haul it back to your character sheet and just add a thousand gold
2: Nick add it to the party sheet minus Minus uh 200 gold thanks for being honest
1: <sighs> uh, so what, 800 um, yeah
2: yeah you had 800 I'm adding okay. I give Archie 100 does he want it
1: sure 100 gold I I need, do I need to take a hundred, or do you just give? No, I just each? gave him
2: a hundred of mine. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I needed to do here. Oh, <laughs> I want to visit the local orphanage
3: real quick. Ah, uh, yes, the local <laughs> orphanage. Do. Um, you can arrive. You did insist that Lord Chroma pay for the orphanage, or you know, donate extra money to it, Uh, but that was just a few minutes ago, so that money hasn't arrived yet. Mm -hmm. Um, You can walk on by, and there's a couple of kids playing outside in the small little jungle gym that's been made for them. There's a building look you know it's a hot tropical climate near the ocean everything's always in a state of decay the thatch is sort of old the the it's got that like old barn wood and it kind of like looks pretty but you just know it's sort of rotting and falling apart um, the sidewalk out front is mostly clean, but, you know, little weeds are growing up between the, uh, paving stones in the middle of the road. The furniture, not the furniture, the, the jungle gym that the kids are playing on is filled with splinters and, um, <clears throat> you know, it doesn't have that nice soft ground that kids would, uh, parents would prefer children play on, but then again, they don't have parents, so who cares? Um, yeah, it's, it could be better, but it's functional.
2: Um... Nelrim's whole goal with all the orphanage stuff now is to still find apprentices. He mm-hmm. wants to give Sylvie a love potion
4: in mm. order for
2: her to be 100% devoted, but he also wants mm-hmm. his apprentices to, like, war for his attention and mm-hmm. his, uh, you know, teachings. Mm-hmm. So he's going to keep the orphanage around not only to fill the coffers of our, like, bring in people to work for pirates... <laughs> Mm-hmm. but also to find like the one like new apprentice
3: right right
2: so norm <clears throat> 18 it he's gonna go to um like a wood like a wood uh, a woodworker mm-hmm. uh, a carpenter he's
4: gonna mm-hmm. go to a
2: carpenter um how much gold do they want to go and fix up the entire orphanage like make it new
3: i mean make it brand new it's probably about a thousand gold worth of labor to be done there you need wood you're gonna need stone for the the foundation it'll probably take 30 hands uh, a couple of months to put that whole thing back together gotta fell some trees haul them in you'll need new chains a and ropes like
2: hundred thousand dollars right
3: yeah to rebuild a house like a, a multi-story okay, building yeah
2: um Norman will pull out 200 gold he'll place it on the table um just fix up the place, make it look nice. This should cover it, I think. He'll kick the bag open.
3: Uh, and he, you know, guy looks to the gold and goes, oh, that's great. Did the the priestess over there give you the go-ahead? I can't uh, really go just building people's houses without their permission, you know?
2: Let's go over there and say it was an anonymous donation and um, it should work, yeah?
3: Yes, sir," he says. Okay. "Um, and that's that. He'll
2: go to like a local. Uh, I don't know. Uh, who, who mows the lawn, etc. Like a gardener. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, a gardener. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll go hire them to fix up the grounds and
3: whatnot. Yeah, you get a 50, uh, gold. fifty gold for the gardener. They'll fix the grounds for a year on that amount of money. Yeah, that's Perfect. nice. Norm's got oh, a soft that's side. That's what Norm did definitely kindness and not personal gain that is going into this project just sweet kind Nilrum
2: he thinks about saying it was uh, anonymous and he changes his mind Um, let him know Lord Nilrum uh, did this
4: Mm.
3: Lord Nilrum excellent I'm sure that will go over well
2: uh, Lord Nilrum the Maleficent and he'll write <laughs> to give him like a card. You know? Right, right. <clears throat> Excellent.
3: Uh, now we go to Sale. Where last we left Bye. you, Sale, you had a plan. You were going to get the local police, the constables, the sheriffs, the guards to enforce your will and to round up those of the faith of a stare, right?
6: Well, I've had a little bit of a think about this. Mm-hmm. So that is mostly true. The plan is to talk to the local guards about uh, who the new power in town is, mm-hmm. you know, who, who really is pulling the strings, you know, who's paying your wages, mm-hmm. et cetera, who's protecting the island. Um, however, I don't think... It's feasible to, like, just straight up kill every single follower of Astaire or blind them or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think specifically what we want to look for are are white prince loyalists. It's people Mm -hmm. who are faithful to Astaire and loyalists to the white prince, like, defiantly so. So, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't mind if you have, like, a little creeping, oh, you know, I kind of liked it when the white prince was in charge it's when if i'm walking around town and you're like down with the pirate you're Mm -hmm. you're getting hung in the town square Mm -hmm. the troublemakers that's exactly it um and i would also like to since we are criminals this this would be something i would like to talk to the party about at some point is maybe we should start bringing the criminal elements in these towns into an official capacity because that seems like it would fit really nice into the thing like a thieves guild or a pirates guild it's like oh yeah you guys are the sanctioned muscle you get to you know extract protection money from the local shops and stuff like that and we get a small cut of that we could do something fun like that and have that be like we have the traditional local guard force and then we co-opt the local criminal organizations as our sort of muscle
4: mm-hmm.
3: excellent i love it Um, So, what are you going to start with? Um, Are you going to start with letting the prisoners out of jail? Or are you going to start with a little bit of mayhem? How do you begin your plan?
6: This, it's hard to say because I would really ideally like to do this, well, with the whole party. um, Because they're all going to have inputs on different parts of it, like specifically different bits. But I suppose what I would do on my own is, I would spend my time... um, finding, like, the local guards, and having maybe a chat with a couple of them, Mm -hmm. like, you know, yada yada, who do you know who's loyal to the White Prince, uh, you know, we kind of like, you know, we're the new power in town, and you know, that's not cool anymore, we need to find those people, and then I would also do a little bit of scouting, find out how many clerics are on the island, which gods they're devoted to, would mostly be information gathering, and then I could bring that to the party and see exactly what we would want to do about it. Excellent. Okay. Um, so which of those would you like to start with specifically like where where do you go immediately I suppose my immediate priority would be to identify how many clerks around the island and which deities they follow
3: great that's a pretty easy thing to do you can just sort of ask random locals because clerics don't hide their clericalness in fact they espouse it and so the number of clerics on any given island should be relatively easy to learn you ask 10 people figure out what the average answer is boom there you go or you know you get individual names of clerics and see if anyone's missing from anyone's list um and you will find here in flotsam island there are three clerics um, two are of okay. stair and one of Nerul. Astaire and Nerul. Okay. Astar is a god of you know law, order, blah blah blah. Nerul is sort of family, home, hearth, society, like people coming together. Well. There's a little overlap with the stair there, but more of like the, the personal house god, the, the god that will keep the fires burning and, and keep your family protected and safe. Um, notably also the deity that blesses homes to ward out um, evil spirits. Uh, vampires can't enter your house unless invited because of the a charm of Nerul's that she places on all homes.
6: Um, cool. Yeah. So like a stair is like order and Nerul is like home and family. Home and family, hearth, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay cool, Um, so I have a good account of the amount of clerics on the island. Um, I guess I would like to have a chat with whichever of the clerics I could find, like if I can find the cleric of Nerul or one of the clerics of Astaire. I'll just have a conversation with them, Uh, tell them what's going to be happening on the island going forward, tell them what I've done on other islands so that they know I'm serious. Um, yeah.
3: Well, the cleric, um, one cleric of Astaire is here in Port Ferris. The cleric of Nerul is here in Port Ferris. And then the other cleric of Astaire is in that village to the far north. Um, you went, You were there a long, long time ago when we first started our campaign. You sort of, like, came through this know-nothing village over by this tall rock where you got the, the chest that was had um, a book in it and some other stuff.
4: You barely, barely walked through, through the, the village. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Uh, no, no, that that was... Well, I think you threw multiple chests down a hill, so maybe, yes.
6: I think nearly every chest you've <laughs> obtained has gone down a hill.
3: Yeah. Um, so this village up here is Nick where the the second Cleric of Astaire is. It was like the nice old lady, that
1: village,
6: remember? And we saw it sort of kidnapped our son at times. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Good
6: I times. remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those were the good old days. Uh, yeah, I, I will go and have a chat with the Cleric of Astaire in this town. Excellent. Um. You find them in their
3: temple not in the main port area, but just off of the main port area. And there are, are two, I don't know what you'd call them. Um, two faithful clergy members with them who have like spiked, uh, uh, chair legs it looks like someone's like ripped a leg off of a chair and just put a couple of nails through it um, and they're holding these at the bay at, at hand while the cleric is at the altar with a big leather sack stuffing things into the leather sack as you like walk up towards the door and one of the people with the spiked clubs is like sorry the temple's closed today
6: uh, I'll kind of regard him with disdain and say no door is closed to me and I'll continue walking
3: he tries to, you know, come down the, the path in between the pews um, to block your approach. You know, holding the club, not like up in front of him, like he's gonna fuck you up, but down at his leg, clo- you know, in a way that is showing it off, but not directly threatening. He says, I'm, excuse me, I'm sorry, t- today's a special day. The the, the church is closed.
6: Um, he bl- blocks your path. Is the ground underneath him stone? Yes. I... How long does the stone shape cast? I'm gonna walk up to him and cast it so he falls down a hole.
3: Stone shape? So um, round of casting. It is a full one minute of casting. Stone shape, where you have to have the thing
6: made. You got a little bit of also? clay that
3: you, you shape it into the thing that you want.
6: Yeah. yeah oh yeah basically just gonna take a piece of clay and then like stick my finger down into it like and just make a hole that he falls into and right, then so walk you past him after I do that
3: pull out this clay you, you model it as you want and it'll take a full round to cast a full minute so you start like intoning Ending. these words and you know m- going through these motions and immediately the guy gets wary and he stops right like he was blocking your path and now he takes like a, a couple steps back and he looks over his shoulder and he calls out Duster Duster and the other Klei, who's hanging out with the cleric by the altar, um, looks over and seems a little bit worried. And you can still see this as you're casting the spell. And he nudges the cleric, who looks up from the you know the, the packing of the bag over towards you. And the cleric also casts spells. And he's pretty aware of what's happening. Um, his eyes go wide with fright. And this is about the time that your spell is finishing up here as the ground opens beneath this first minion's feet. There is no saving throw for this guy. And the
6: pit just. And he'd fall. I'm just trying to kill him. I'm just trying to, like, take him, put him somewhere. Sure. Like yeah, it'd it have it. to be
3: a 10 foot pit to do D6 damage. So if it's a 6 foot pit, you know, that's just a nice, nice deep hole. Um, it's like what... a show of power rather mm-hmm. than a fight. Mm-hmm. What level are you?
6: I am level. Third. Yeah, seven. So... Perfect.
3: You can do one cubic foot per level, so you can do like a, you know, foot and a half by foot and a half by five, five foot pit. You know, it won't hurt kill him. He might sprain his ankle or something. Now, reach out his arms to the side and catch himself as he's like falling down, um, and you can easily walk around him. The, the man named Duster, who has got the spiked club in hand, uh, puts himself between you and the cleric who stops packing up the altar, uh, tosses the bag over his shoulder and we should roll for initiative because he's making it for the door while...
2: Is the cleric of who? Nerul or... A stare? Stare.
6: A stare. Yeah. I will... I'll call out and I'll say... Uh, well, I'll roll initiative, I guess. Yeah. I'm just gonna talk, so I don't know what initiative you want there. Um,
3: Three. You can just talk if you want to talk. If you're not gonna cast a spell or do something, you can just chatter
6: uh i'll say if i came here in violence you would already be dead including your friend and i like some of my shoulder as he's like struggling to get out of the hole Mm -hmm. i'm here to have a conversation but if you leave this temple without my permission i will have everyone i know hunt you that will induce
3: a pause as he gets to you know the side door um, that probably leads into some other room within the temple or something, not like the actual exit door, which is behind you. Um, he'll pause, hand on the door. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he'll pause, hand on the door, um, look at you. Duster stands in between the two of you, a little bit spooked. And the cleric, with the haltering voice, says, you're, you're the dark heretic. What what do you want?
6: Just here to have a conversation? a little chin wag if you will listening it's very hard to have a private conversation when you have two goons here he looks to
3: the the goons swallows hard hands the, the one next to him the, the heavy bag uh whispers something at him and then looks to you and says why don't you come into my offices then and we'll speak in private and uh opens the door and walks on through leaving it open behind him well the one with the bag gets out of your way the one that's in the pit has crawled out now but is already halfway out the back door or the front door sure
6: i i follow him into his office
3: okay um it's just a you know, straight turn down a very short hallway into what appears to be an office with a little bed on the side. And there's this like large mace sitting on the table. And the cleric is in front of the table with his hands sort of behind him on the mace, kind of almost sitting on the edge of the table, but not quite. You know, sort of like resting his butt there.
6: <clears throat> you know, hurry to leave. What's the problem?
3: Rumor has it... You're here to kill
6: me. I was... Initially. I've had a change of heart. And... It's based on one... Condition. How do you feel... About the White Prince?
3: The White Prince is our lord and saviour. He has brought order... To a chaotic land. He has tamed the seas... He has given us meaning, purpose,
6: security. See, that's going to be a problem for me. Because, as far as I'm concerned, he's brought nothing but violence to everyone I've known. But, if you're willing to keep that belief to yourself, and not preach against me and my people you'll be safe here and you can continue to attend your congregation
3: you're asking me to abandon my faith in exchange
6: for my life no you can you can follow a stair you just have to not follow the white prince anymore you and like look maybe he quashes this rebellion he retakes the island. You just can't sing the praise of the White Prince. Worship stare all you want.
4: Hey.
3: How long do I have to make up my mind?
6: Um. How long do you need? A day? A day. Alright. A day. A day is good enough. Um the second condition is um I'll have you watched. There'll be a couple of men assigned to you forever while we're in power of this island. But they are both function as bodyguards and as watchers to make sure you don't start, you know, spreading rebellion. I see.
3: Those you are the are... conditions. You you are more gentle than rumors have led me to believe. Is it true that you sweep men into the sea to drown?
6: You know I have done that a lot. But recently I've been thinking why fight when you can negotiate? Is it true that you collect
3: the heads of your victims and decorate your bedroom with them?
6: Oh yeah, I decorate my whole my whole fortress with them. Now, to be fair, I only collect the heads of the most devout white prince followers, you know, the real inquisitors, the... oh the, the strong clerics.
3: Is it true you killed your own brother?
6: He wouldn't renounce the White Prince.
3: He nods in understanding. Let's go of the mace. Places his hands on his thighs.
6: I'll hold out my hand. I'll offer him a my handshake.
3: We'll take it keeping eye contact and giving you a, you know, once or twice up and down shake of affirmation of understanding what's at play here.
6: Yep. And uh, keep the people of this island safe. That's your main job for me. And then I'll leave. And you go. Okay. I would like to say I got a Jack Sparrow quote in that conversation. What was it? <laughs> Why fight when you can
3: negotiate? Ah, well, take your hundred experience. We should probably <laughs> announce this new experience. Oh, I thought we delivery did. method.
6: I think we did it before the stream started, right? Oh, I thought I thought we did it during it. I'll take that hundred XP. Yeah, take oh, that hundred yeah. XP. Yeah. Tell us what. <laughs> tell us
3: the new mini game, Nick.
1: The new mini game is trying to sneak in Captain Jack Sparrow quotes without it being forced, and Neil is the arbiter of whether it counts or not.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, it's worth 100 experience if you can do it right. Yeah. And uh, you'll have to tell me because I've, <laughs> I, I might not pick up on them.
6: But that well, was well I feel done. Like, you
1: know, that one was okay because that is a famous one. But you, know, you can't just be quoting anything that Jack Sparrow says. He says a lot of stuff in the movies. It has to yeah. be recognizable at least yeah. somewhat.
6: Yeah. 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 To be fair, there's only like maybe what, 20, 25 really recognizable quotes. So there's only about yeah. 2,000 experience up for grabs here.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well. The party will reconvene at some point that probably evening. Wait, I'd um, like to
1: go and buy these ships with oh. this woman. Oh, yes. I you mean, want... that can be in the that can be in the tavern, though, so the rest of the party can be there when that happens.
3: Um, I sure.
1: I don't know where she is. Right, we came in, we spoke to the hard Master, and he was like, these two ships, who do they belong to? And he was like, some woman, I think.
3: Some woman. It's some always the start check. of some... Trouble
0: over here Okay Ships
2: Wasn't it like the honeydews or some ship.
0: The honeydew? I
2: thought it was like the noble name of the family It was like honey something I thought
0: mm, Don't recall mm. a lot lest, Essentially Okay what I am I'm
1: not making this up am mm. I? Uh,
3: Probably not, no. Yeah, it's just, it's been a long week. Um, Captain asks about the owners of the nice ships on the dock. They're the two ladies Butterworth. That's what it was. Right. Right. Yes. The ladies Butterworth will arrive at the inn after you've negotiated. No, you've uh, told them that you would like to meet them. The party can be here with you. Everyone's gathered around some table as the ladies Butterworth come on in with a small retinue, um, one proper knight with them, you know, bodyguard. A nice. couple of, uh, you know, lackeys, a scribe, some servants to fetch them drinks and whatnot. Um, these ladies are, <clears throat> you know. Their 50s, maybe their 60s, they're a little bit older, but their face is like covered in like brightly colored makeup with, you know, very um, uh, pale base. So that's uh, the fashion of the style. They've got like feathers and overdone hair that just billows up all over the place. Their dresses have these like big hoops underneath that almost make it difficult. Well, that do make it difficult to get through the front door and they can't have to be like squeezed in. And as they walk through and come towards you, you can, like, smell the perfume rolling off. them. They're like the epitome of overdone decadence of, you know, the, the upper-middle-aged nobility. And they come on into the inn, um, are quickly pointed in your direction, and walk over towards you. I think we're all a bit taken
1: aback by the scene mm-hmm. as these two women walk in. You said they've got a knight
3: with them, and... Um, a servant who's like gonna go fetch drinks and there's a scribe with a little notebook and like a tight-fitting cap and you know that sort of um, appearance and then a couple other handmaidens whose jobs are probably ceremonial or perfunctory or just companions to chat with while they travel um that sort of thing so five people total one well five assistants total knight scribe servant handmaidens
1: um, as they start walking in, I'll shout over to the barkeeper, like, get us some drinks. Mm-hmm. that's appropriate.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, ladies, Butterworth, come to your table after being directed here and give you a, a very quick half curtsy.
1: Evening. Take a seat. Thanks Good for,
3: evening! Uh...
1: Is no room there? Yes. And you must be the Ladies Butterworth, is that right?
4: Yes, we are!
1: Right, the pleasure is uh, is all mine certainly i reach out to take that hunt
3: and kiss it yes they they give you their hands with bejeweled rings upon them they must have spent all their money on their outfits Hold and on. jewelry i want a appraiser check
1: i kissed the hunt i went to school in england so i understand mm mm-hmm.
3: appraisal check on 20 not quite good enough you know they they came out really flashy and came back in you couldn't quite tell the quality so quickly
1: well, uh, I've been around Flotsam Island quite a bit in my day. I've never seen you two before, and I certainly would remember two ladies as beautiful as yourselves.
3: Well, then you must not have been going to the right places, sir.
1: This is your home?
3: This is a tavern.
1: Ah, huh. I mean the island, of course.
3: Yes! Now, t- my manservant tells me that you have an offer on the table for us. Please,
1: Speak well, your piece. I'm, I'm aware that I know who you are, but do you know who we are?
3: Not a clue.
1: Perhaps you should ask your mansard.
3: I was told there was a scruffy man who was offering to buy our ships.
1: Scruffy, you say? I'll have you know this feather has came from a lady's bedroom. Um uh, well. I don't say that. we don't make a habit of paying for ships, let's put it that way. And i I'm trying to turn over a new leaf here. And I've got gold bed in a hole in my pocket. But as far as I can see it, those two ships of yours aren't much used to right now. There's a dragon out there, you know. Hmm. And worse see, than that, there's pirates.
3: The small folk are always coming up with excuses not to have to work. And one of them busts out like a large feathered fan and starts like. Whoosh, 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 whoosh,
1: I'm wondering if these ships still have a crew. Are they around town?
3: The ships are in exquisite shape, just like everything we own. The crew is handsome and well-paid. Good, good. Well, what sort uh, of offers are you willing to make?
1: Well, I didn't have a proper look at them. Now, you said they look nice enough, but I'm not sure that they're... Uh... They're not brand new, let's put it that way.
3: Boy, I am the matriarch of the Buttersworth family. Do you think I would dabble with anything other than the finest ships in the sea?
1: Of course not. Of course not. But, uh, you know, they've been around for a while. Doesn't make something bad just because it's old, right? I give them a wink. She flutters faster. Here's the offer. Uh, one ship, 6,000 gold. Both of them, 10,000. <laughs> Surely you're jesting, sir! Surely you're jesting! I'm not jesting. The alternative is that we find the crew ourselves and we'll sail out of here with them. And I'm not sure that your uh, pretty boy over there is going to do much to stop us.
3: That's robbery!
0: While well, we are <laughs> Really? I you're,
3: take you're, you're speaking there, there openly a man of piracy servant? yeah there's is a man there like servant.
2: a manservant um is it just one
3: yeah it's the guy who went to go get the drinks and has come back and is now standing quietly behind them with his hands folded in front of him love you nick here you go <laughs> what are you gonna so do
2: magic missiles the manservant just pop
3: <clears throat> oh shit the music in the bar stops the drinks hit the ground. The bar goes quiet as the man hits the deck. The, the one yeah. knight draws his sword and it's just like shaking in front of you guys. It's like wavering. <clears throat> I, give him, I, cheer, I give him a shoulder. Like a,
2: calm down, calm down.
1: Oh, okay. Well, if the guy sits down, then never mind. But I'm going to. He, he
2: doesn't say. He's, he's just like.
1: <sighs> I ignore Jarchi and say, go and get his sword.
2: I'll yell to, like, a common person nearby on, like, a next table. Hey, go get that knight a drink, and I'll flick him, I don't know, a fucking gold coin.
0: hmm Archie, are you going to go and disarm the quivering knight?
5: Let's fucking do it.
0: You walk
3: up to him. The knight turns. Sword faces directly towards you. It's sort of shaking
0: in the air. Back. Don't make back. a scene.
5: What are you going to do about it, Archie? I'll try to as discreetly as possible disarm this man.
0: Uh, Give me an attack roll to grab his wrist. And blade and all that jazz. Seed is still good.
3: You quickly, uh, you know, fashion a grip on the knight's wrist and the the hands drop the sword immediately. You can catch it, you know, by the the handle with the other hand. And the knight backs up quietly. You have their weapon. Yeah.
1: That wasn't much of a fight at all, was it? Nope.
2: Go ahead, Captain. I think these ladies uh, understand a bit more clearly now.
1: Like I said, 10,000 gold. That's a good offer. You know, we could walk out of this with these ships for free. Uh, for the 10 grand, I want your crew gathered and for them to, you know, sail the ships out of here with me.
2: And your papers.
1: Otherwise, I'll just take the ships myself.
3: Hmm. The two ladies, Butterworth, turn in towards each other. They're matching hairstyles, uh, kind of coalescing into one big blob of dyed hair and large, gaudy feathers with little bejeweled things dangling off of them. Um, there's some murmuring going on before the larger, older ladies, Butterworth.
2: Can I get a check to hear it? I had... um... They're obviously whispering really hard, though.
3: Yeah, they're definitely talking in amongst themselves. You would need worthy. to make what a really good... You're not a rogue. Perception. You don't have um, a detect uh, noise, noise. Yeah. I think that they're just, you know, they're huddled close and whispering tight. There's no way. No. Definitely not with that. Perfect. Um, They'll pop back up. <clears throat> and the older, more distinguished ladies, Buttersworth will say, uh, 10,000 gold is just... Just a mite shy for two very fine vessels like that. And I hear your word that you could take them, but you wouldn't want to damage them or the crew or uh, scare off anyone. It would be to your advantage to take it peaceably and within the confines of good society, right? You I, wouldn't want I, to...
1: I agree. I agree.
3: Well, yeah. hmm. let's call it 14. And... A ride out of this backwater town. We're done with Flotsam. Done with Port
0: Port Ferris. We'll head to Port Prince. Let's meet in the middle. 12,000. And safe passage? And safe passage. Done.
1: I'll have my crew gather the coins. Can you uh, gather your crews for me? We'll be here for a day or two.
2: We need the documents as well. Um, and proper of course. of course. Transfer of D. Mm.
0: So be it. And Let's if you're see seed. How much are you selling your house for? Well, that's also up for negotiation. Mm, it is a three story manor
3: situated uh, well outside of the shadow of the mountains, so it gets full sun day and night. Well, not night, uh, all day long, all year long.
0: <clears throat> it goes for no less than fifty thousand gold. Well, you're All furnishings included. So we could just move in. There are other buyers who have long
3: expressed interest in buying the house worth.
2: What do you think,
1: Captain? Fifty thousand gold. <laughs> Where do people get the money? I've been pirating around the
0: outer rim for a year now, and I haven't got anything near that. Seems being a noble pays well. We don't mm. even have
1: to kill anyone.
0: We'll mm, leave just... the house
1: for now. We'll take the ships, find the crew. We'll meet you back here tomorrow.
3: Tomorrow, then. <clears throat> and they turn around, their large bustle sort of bumping into things, and uh, stride out without too much of a concern. The disarmed knight looks over at Archie before leaving without their sword and shame. And slowly, the bar picks back up in sound.
1: I lower my voice, lean in a little bit to the table. Um, Someone's going to have to go back to the base to get that kind of coin. Any volunteers? Someone should stay here, at least. Someone can take the drums. Go with Nilrim. You need to use the spell, right?
2: Yep. Uh, Shouldn't be a problem, Captain. You can do it. Me and Archie can do it.
1: Good. Well, uh, assume we'll meet here tomorrow evening so you can go in the morning. Is just it nighttime be right discreet. Now? It's yeah, evening. It's like mm-hmm. evening.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, we'll, we'll just go now. This is probably the best time to do it. Go at night.
1: All right, let Archie have a drink first.
2: Archie's been drinking, Captain.
5: Has he? A little bit here and there, Captain. <laughs> just a drink or two on the side. <laughs> Nothing special.
1: That's okay. That's understandable. I mean, you still performed your duties admirably, so.
5: Of course, no always, me. Always comes first. Alright, well, you can
1: have another drink if you want, but... Go and, uh, help Naurim with the boat. Get the coin. Right. Norm. Are... I know how much is in that chest, by the way. So, I'll be counting it next time I'm back. How now.
2: much is that, Captain?
1: How much is in the chest? Wouldn't you how like to know?
2: The... <laughs>
1: That's just one chest, you know. I've, and I need to bring 12,000? 12,000 12, gold, yeah. I only oh, um, bring
2: 1,000. She's not going to count it.
1: Just... Let's do this on the the proper no, way. No. You know the way the way things are going, we're going to be making a lot of coin in the coming months. Okay. Get a ten thousand gold and maybe twenty thousand silver.
2: We need to keep some gold on hand. Um,
4: Archie, what are you going to do him with this? Put the
2: documents to Brophy, by the way.
3: Mm. That's it. Brophy, the the one who will have the ships on paper. John we'll Brophy. sell we'll sell
1: the
2: ship we'll sail the ships to Brophy. So yeah, we just like we're getting paper done so we need to give him the John Brophy name because he's our front man Mm -hmm. he's our wealthy island owner
3: well in order to get the ships appropriately in Brophy's name it doesn't not just need to be signed here it needs to be like approved by um, a harbor master and then like have copies and sent out and passed around to the other harbor masters in the area there's actually quite a bit of um, legalese and paperwork yeah but
2: we have a harbor master who doesn't want to die I assume that's
3: true yep they'll have to oversee the deed transfer in the morning uh, or you know next evening when this is going down and we're uh, but... going to lie on
2: the paperwork um, obviously you can't sell two world class ships for 10,000 gold um, these are worth mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of gold right
3: um maybe
1: probably ah. find out they were worth 3,000
6: I off. think
3: they're probably each worth like 20 or 25 independently I'm double checking the prices right now. Cost? Uh, yeah, they're probably each around twenty gold, twenty thousand. So you're getting them for a little about half price. They're worth twenty thousand total, ten thousand each. No, no, each ship is worth about twenty thousand.
1: Yeah, so again, it's better than half price, that's
3: six. six oh, you're sure, that's quarter ship. price, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so selling okay, them great. for quarter price is sort of a... Interesting. It's reasonable in
1: the current circumstances, though, right?
3: Sure, sure, but I think what Mooden was saying is that it might look fishy um, on the paperwork.
1: Yeah, okay, well, we can lie on the paperwork, that's mm-hmm. fine. All, All right. right. Cool, so I spend the night in the tavern with Sale, I guess. Maybe we can talk about his plans.
3: Um, I did have one question for Archie before he went anywhere absolutely you got this guy's sword yeah this is a sign of surrender this man has you know given up his weapon to you in, in combat as a, a person who prides himself on being um, a warrior and this is a token of your enemy's surrender what do you do with this is this you know you chuck it to the side because it's just a random sword and you don't care about it? Is this a you're going to keep it for a while sort of situation?
5: You... I would probably give it to Captain John, see if he wants to do anything with it, because I'm not going to do anything with it. And I don't think uh, Archie really sees the sentimental value in that kind of thing. Mm, I think he's okay. more practical than that, you know?
3: More utilitarian?
5: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, John, when Archie is getting up to go leave and then hands you this guy's sword...
1: Yeah, what I take it. Thanks, Archie. Have a good time. Keep an eye on Magic Man. Always. I give uh, I take the sword and sort of swing it around a little bit and point it at sail. Defend yourself, Kerr.
6: Excuse me, Captain?
1: Ah, I'm just messing around. Look at the size of this thing. It's like, this is like a big, this is like a long sword, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, this is heavy. Have a look at this. I like throw it to him. It would be awkward to wield indoors, especially on, side, on a boat. In a boat, ugh, terrible for that. No, no, we're in, we're in the, top of, we're in the top I know, yeah, of, but uh, I'm, I'm pointing out the difference between long uh, swords and rapiers and cutlasses and that stuff. I'm gonna yeah. see
6: if I catch it. Oh, I catch, it like a hero. Oh, oh nice. Sh- ah, you're a natural sail. Look at that. I try to Maybe. flourish the blade. mm mm-hmm. Ah, please. Um,
1: I surrender.
4: <laughs>
6: give me all your money. <laughs> and I'm gonna shave your legs.
1: How <laughs> oh, appropriate! You fight like a cow. <laughs> I um, laugh
6: and I'll, I'll feel the weight of the sword and toss it around and stuff, and then hand it back to the captain. See? The fine blade, Captain. Where'd you get it?
1: Ah, it belongs to the uh, the bodyguard and noble knight of the ladies Butterworth.
6: Would you believe? <laughs> I'll immediately burst out laughing at the name <laughs> Butterworth. <laughs> <laughs> How much took it up. worth?
1: Ah, they were... Yeah, probably for the best you missed them. They were weird. But, um... I mean, 12,000 for name like ships. That. Yeah, they, uh... Well, you'll be meeting them. We're giving them a lift.
6: Oh, for God's sake. Good morning. Or the island. we just throw them overboard? am sorry right.
1: Well, I was thinking about that. Once we get the paperwork signed, you know, they're gonna have the 12,000 uh, gold on them. We could just throw them overboard.
6: Keep we the we are men of our words captain that's true I mean you know it's probably a good thing if we have people out there saying they made deals with us that went through that's what I was thinking um, sale
1: you're right I was just testing
6: you <laughs> I uh, no I it's really tempting to want to throw them overboard but anyway uh, hear me out captain I had a bit of an idea um, wait wait before
1: I, I need to listen to any of your ideas I need to get myself a drink wait there I go to the bar get myself a beer come back Take a I big sip. A big swig. Okay. I don't know why I did that. I can't even taste this thing.
6: But go on. I'll kind of look at the captain in a bit of a puzzled manner, like... Okay. And then I'll say, uh... So... If we are going to be lords of the Outer Rim, we've got a bit of a political and security problem ahead of us. Think so? I th- Definitely, um, the easiest time to mess things up is during the handover, when a new lord comes in from an old lord, you can very easily set the people against you, I think you've got the right idea of it by having taxes, but I think we need to do more, um, we need to bring the local power structures into our throw the local guards, and potentially, you know, in our line of work, maybe we could make friends in some of the local criminal organizations. There's got to be thieves and gangsters around here who are willing to, you know.
1: That's uh, true. Pledge allegiance be to is someone with who's that, willing though.
6: to turn a blind eye.
1: You know, we don't. If chaos rules the outer rim, we won't be receiving taxes for long. Things will get out of hand quickly. I agree with what well, you said. I
6: mean, We've got to be careful. I've got to lean back in my chair. Captain. You're the perfect example of what I'm talking about. What does a criminal gangster really want? What he really wants to be is to be just like the nobles in the noble houses. He just doesn't have a good way to get to be one. We clear out a few nobles on each island, put some gangsters in those houses. I think we'll have some very loyal friends, some very loyal, violent friends.
1: That, I think, is a good idea. You're also uh, making sure they're bought into the structure of the society
6: as well exactly and, every, and it's basically the same thing for everyone else out with the old king in with the new king except it's just a noble who maybe carries knuckle dusters
1: okay so should be pretty straightforward right we find the criminals find the best two or three clear out some houses put them in
6: you know we could even write them some noble titles whatever write yourself in as king of the rim or something we'll fake pirate king of the rim we'll figure it out you know Make it fancy and real official-like.
1: King of the Rim, I like that. That's what your mum used to call me.
6: (laughs) I'll burst out laughing. Good
5: one, Captain.
3: Uh... (laughs) And I think with that, we're going to go to our first break, and we'll be back on the other side with some more Tides of Death. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Before we get any... farther with Port Ferris, we're going to talk about experience because it's come to our attention. It's been a little bit since we've had it. so um let's find some appropriate experience music
2: I only need twenty twenty four thousand xp
1: I oh, only twenty four thousand that's
3: nothing that's it okay um
2: the Are we things... planning on spending some time here as well. In Fotsam, mm, we've got. Yeah. Because I would I like mean, to I don't know. a new spell or two.
1: Yeah, we need to give those ladies a lift back to Port Prince, and we need to drop these ships off with Brophy. But we can spend some time on the island, maybe.
2: Can you guys do that, and then Nilroom just stays back and?
1: You want to stay can here? Pick
2: him up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we should be. F- well, <laughs> yeah. what if we get into trouble in Port Prince, though? What if we, we just take Brophy some?
4: What if we?
2: Him off. Uh, we yeah, only we need could like a week that. or two. Just that's let's go to point. our fuck island. Okay. Have Brophy go drop him off, and then we we can could chill let out me... there. Yeah. Okay. Don't
1: don't forget that you have got the meeting with the clerics. Mom? Clerics that are after you to kill you.
2: Oh yeah, that's within a month, right? I just I want to learn um I want to learn wizard sight, which is a third level spell.
1: It's fine. I say, okay, fine. We'll go back to the, We'll take the ships to the island and we'll, we can take some time there. I'm going to we're gonna come up with a plan for... I'm going to come up a plan for like... Well, I'm going to try and come up with a plan for sort of like taxing the outer rim whilst
2: we're there and then we can,
1: you know, execute it. Oh, yeah. After you plant your spells.
2: Uh, Neil's doing his thing, so I think I can just ramble. Neil got a new spell book that he would have told the captain, probably alone, about... Mm-hmm. the new spellbook. I was uh, reading through it on our voyage back Did you get there's that a few... I got it from the dragon
0: okay
2: don't you feel silly now that you didn't get something this spell book contains on the lower end wizard site which will help me spot people who are either wizards clerics or people who have the affinity to be one there's a no, spell called you. oh go
1: Stop all our children that's right. You just be able I, to I see I it.
2: To, I can just see it. Perfect. Avard the black tentacles. Um, the spell component's a bit obscure, but we'll probably get it one day. Uh, I it? need a giant squid or a giant octopus. Find that tentacle. You can find that. It'll You've spring gotta forth. has to be here somewhere. Think, like fifth, like four, like 10, Eleven? tentacles that'll just pick people up maybe wreck a ship but the real meat of this <clears throat> he'll show you the page uh, and sh- point out enchant an item, lesser permanency and greater permanency That's is what shrug. I need what does it mean? well these will let me create magic items when I get more uh, to the higher <clears throat> circles
1: I take the book off him and flip through the pages he just showed me Looks the same as the rest of them.
2: Uh, Norm snatches the book back. Don't. You oh, need well, to be I'm careful sorry. with these things. Yeah, you're right. This is an Don't ancient worry, tone of magic.
1: Yeah, well, great. That's great news. <clears throat> How long is it going to take you to learn a lot? It's a big book.
2: Well, um... once we get the Fountain of Youth, probably. Forty years of study, but that'll just be a blink in the eye of our existence.
1: Okay, forty years. How about for the ones that you just you were saying you might be able to use now, the tentacles and that?
2: Uh, a week, maybe two.
1: Okay, we can do it. We can do two weeks. Forty years—it's a bit more difficult.
2: It's one D two days per spell level, right, Nick?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, Nolram, I'm happy for you. This This is is what you wanted. We're yeah? going to be
2: able to make our cities, Captain.
1: Your cities, Nora. Right.
2: you <laughs> will <he'll> rule them. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to find little people to put them? It's the beauty of it, Captain. <laughs> we get big people and we make them small. Think of what we can do. I can time dilate the snow globes and make the cities go at a speed unprecedented to ours. Think of the technology they can come up with in that time in the snow globe. Then we shrink down, we steal their stuff, and we bring it up.
1: I look at you with a blank face. Yeah, (laughs) well, do you know what? I'm a little bit less skeptical now than I was when you first told me about it, but that's not saying too much. But, uh, you know, just don't get too distracted. We've got a job to do, okay? Don't spend all your time thinking about tiny little cities. Let's think about the big cities at the center of the dardens that we need to deal with. Very wise, Captain. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, wait, this is, you're gone though, right? You're getting the...
2: This, uh, this, would, have been a, this the would, would have been a prior conversation oh, okay. or something, or whatever. I yeah. know just Neil needed time to calculate Oh, speed.
1: right, that's right, yeah. Um, so, Sale and I, we can probably... We probably don't have the time to set up what we were talking about before we come back, to we? Like, before we leave, sorry
3: you would it's gonna take some time to set everything up right everything always takes longer than you expect and in an age without cell phones where you have to like run people down and they could be anywhere in town you know finding and controlling people takes some time so sorry
1: I was actually I was talking to Jamie aren't you I'm so sorry
6: (laughs) yes although I think we've been in touch with the criminals in this town before if you remember I think right in
1: flight I remember we spoke to them in Port Prince I think
6: Oh, that was poor Prince we talked it to criminals. Didn't go that well, if you remember. Yes. But, I think... got a bit more clout here. We've got a little bit more clout, and they would be more willing to negotiate because we're basically offering them something and then telling them to continue doing what they're already doing, just like, now you work for us a little bit.
1: Well, we know where there's one house that's empty. The Butterworth Mansion. They're leaving, so... That's one place. But, uh but your plan to work we're going to have to kick some nobles out of their homes right I wonder what's going um, on at Nightingale's house I know the gardener there
6: well I mean we could just uh appropriate the property
1: um, she's still a friend but uh we can see what's going on come on um, I'll, let's go now. I've been in there before I'll show you I'll show you some of the places
6: yeah, sounds good. Uh, as for emptying out know, noble houses, I'm sure there's probably one or two around here that that are a little bit too loyal to the White Prince that we can make an example of. Um, I know there was... Wasn't there that Lady Chroma who was in his pocket at one point? I don't know what's happened to her. I think she's long gone now.
1: I think Chroma's... Uh, Nilrum is there, right? It's uh son, now. He's the one who's collecting the taxes for us, so we can't get rid of him. Ah, oh, Okay. Let's check um, Nightingale's house there, and we can uh, check the Butterworth house as well.
6: Once yeah, have. let's get going. And I'm sure one or two of them have already fled, you know, fearing retribution. So, lead the way, Captain.
1: Huh. Yep, I will uh, walk, sail to Nightingale's house, and I'll, like, kind of look for lights in the windows, Neil. is there... Sorry, I am asking you this time. Is there activity in Nightingale's house, or is it...?
3: Lady Nightingale's house is dim and dark this evening.
1: Yeah. Okay. You stay. You still doing XP? I uh, we... No, no,
3: I'm done. I, I've gathered Let's... it all up. Um, oh, okay. I can, we can give it to you the moment you all sit and rest for a while in a base or in a town, or take some downtime to solidify your gains. Um, We're going to if, the
1: island shortly. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: so why don't you all add eleven thousand two hundred and fifty experience to your character sheets? Um, And if you have your 16s Then your additional 10% And Captain John You I'm storing up half my XP Yeah Yeah, good How much have you stored so far?
1: 13,625
3: Ooh, okay cool. I have stuff for you, but
6: You're not quite there yet Fantastic. What was the number you gave? Sorry, my brain Like 11.25 11. 11,
3: Thousand Damn
6: That's before the multiplier? Yes Is it
1: 64,000 for level 7 Fighter?
3: That sounds right
2: uh, Fighter, yep, 64,000
0: for level 7 I'm so long away from that Well, it's actually a little bit more XP than that I've got, Neil, because this is rogue XP, so technically I'd get my uh, dex bonus to it. my 10%, I mean. But I don't know if I actually would
1: for what you're trying to do.
3: Right, because you're not leveling as a rogue anymore, right? You're just leveling as a fighter?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Okay. Um, um, so the what did... Do- gets the ship. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. it go off without a hitch? Which ship? Just your regular ship?
2: Uh, we Norm takes the ship from mm-hmm. the bay back mm-hmm. to the back to uh, just across the base. island, right? Across yeah, the and then island. you grab some money
3: and you come in back. The dead at
2: night, mm-hmm. we grab the money and we come back.
3: Yeah, not a problem. Um, you'll need someone to come with you because you someone's got to steer while someone uses the rowers. Perfect. Then in out, no problem. Chat with NPCs there. Move on.
1: Okay, I will. I'm removing ten thousand
0: gold and twenty thousand silver. Excellent. It's a lot of our money, but it's worth it. Okay. I think we're in a Uh, position to make more money now. When they fuck off, Nillroom's going to
2: stay back and learn spells.
0: Excellent.
6: So
1: we will take the Lady Butterworth. um, I'll look over the crew that have hopefully been gathered for both of these ships.
3: Yes, and owing to the feudal nature of society at this time, these this crew is sort of this is their job. They sort of have positions for life on these ships. Um, In theory, they can sort of disappear, but it would be like almost equivalent to desertion if they backed off. They they're sort of not quite owned by the ladies Butterworth, but are committed to the ladies Butterworth. So they're all here um, to see what's going on for them, right? Right. So part of your contract is that these people are now going to be contracted to you, um, which does put them in a bit of an awkward situation since they're being compelled into a new owner. But that's sort of how it's going in this region. That's just how life is. Um, But if they're mistreated or, you know, if they have expectations of one thing and they end up in a wildly different position, you might expect them to try to escape or flee or bail.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, once we get to where we're going, we can have a conversation with them.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But I will say, um, you know, everyone's lined up. I'll say, okay, guys, we're going to be purchasing these two ships now. We're going to be making a quick jaunt down to... never remember the name of it. Sulphur Island.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to be going in our ship. You two are going to follow us on your ships. And when we get there, we're going to talk in a bit more detail about what the future holds. But first things first let's get Sulphur Island let's get the paperwork done and um we'll talk then
3: excellent uh the I crews will, yeah. are a little bit you know shaken some of them are looking over at Archie and whispering to each other as you are doing this um, one or, I guess nilrum's not here he's studying and learning um but there seems to be some trepidation amongst the new recruits
1: yeah that's fine I'm gonna I, I mean what I say I'll mm-hmm They won't be mistreated. Mm -hmm. So the three of us will get on our large ship on our own and use the drums to sail up to Sulfriar and lead the other two ships. Mm
6: -hmm. How many crew
3: members are we talking per ship? Uh, I think we've got 35 per ship. Sweet. Does this ship have,
1: like, weapons on it, or...? equipped like is it like a military no, ship they, or no no they're not
3: military ships there's very few of those needed around these days um these are cargo ships of one kind or another
2: great we good we can start moving shit
6: around
1: yeah okay mm-hmm. well um we leave behind. Mo- we leave nelrin behind and we sail to Sulfur island no wait you're coming with us to Sulfur island you're gonna do your studying there
2: if that's what you want yeah yeah i, yeah, I think yeah, that's better uh, yeah whatever.
3: well your plans might get delayed a little bit you see in the night still you're supposed to meet with that other cleric right that cleric of Astaire you gotta show up and arrange your. he was gonna surrender or something and when you follow up with him before you know as the ships are getting packed and before everyone's getting ready to go Um, you'll find that the the temple where he was staying is sort of empty and all of the things of value seem to be gone. Not ransacked, but carefully picked up and packaged away and there's not really a lot of there's a, a lack of sacks and boxes and cloth and you know, padded things. It looks like someone has very carefully, but quickly packed up everything of value or importance in the temple and hauled it off somewhere and the cleric is not to be found.
6: Yeah. I'll sigh. But that's
3: <clears throat> that's not all. Also, Nilrum, you will have learned that Lord Chroma had fled in the night as well. His house stands empty, doors open, valuables taken, hopped on a boat, and took off in the night. Normally not really allowed, but the Harbor master allowed it since it's Lord Chroma.
0: And. He took all the
6: tax money with him. That
0: fucker. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. So both of the people
3: who you were pressuring just bailed in the middle of the night and fled. And that might, you know, alter your, when it exactly you leave Flotsam Island by a day or a week or whatever you want. Um, but with these cowardly acts of people escaping from underneath your thumb by the dark of night, Let's
2: what talk are you going to gonna Bowers, do? Captain. Let's make them in charge of the island. They made a deal they with wanna, us.
1: They want to leave, right?
2: They want to leave, but they wanted to leave because they're sort a shithole. You don't want to have to deal with these two better. old
1: bats every time we come back here?
2: These two old bats made a deal with us and didn't fucking run off in the night.
1: I don't know how things went with Chroma, but he's probably shitting himself.
2: He is.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. well... Wait. I was going to say, if we knew which way they'd went, we could maybe chase them down, but...
1: Who cares? <laughs> They've abandoned they their houses. It made our job easy for us. Let's find a couple of gangsters to fill the houses, put them in charge.
6: Well, I don't know. Haven't they been collecting tax money? They've taken our money.
1: We already got the money from Chroma, right, Nora? We did. Oh.
2: We got our two. Got got our our
1: Yeah, fuck that guy.
2: Let's have a conversation with the Butterworths. Unless you think it not be beneficial, Captain. I just... We want a noble head to lead the island. Someone who's been here for a long time. We can't just install someone new. It needs to be a friendly face.
6: Well, we can raise up some new nobles. There's empty nice nice estates that are empty.
1: I don't know if we've got that authority yet. Maybe Nulrim's right. Fine, we can ask them, but I don't suppose they'll want to stay. They probably want to leave for the same reasons that Chroma left.
2: Some people want to leave for those reasons. Some people want power. These two ladies—they're gonna think about the taxes that they're gonna receive, and
1: they'll Our buy big was, more jewelry uh, for us. How big was Chroma's house? Bigger than a three-story three mansion?
3: Yeah, hers is also a three-story mansion. But is
1: like Chroma's house but nicer?
3: Yes it's it's a little bit larger. I mean if you walk around the town and observe the Buttersworth house than the Chroma House, you'll see that the chroma House has larger grounds, a larger garden square footage is a little bit bigger. Um, the Maybe ladies we
4: tra-
1: trade them houses
3: mm-hmm, Ladies Butterworth ha- definitely seem to invest much of their income in their appearance and sort of like the shows of power. So they've got like gaudy taste and gaudy displays it might have more actual material value in their home maybe, you'd have to do like an in-depth analysis um, but the Chroma house is perhaps larger
1: maybe we Go tell the, the Lady Butterworths, tell them they can stay in Chroma's house or we'll trade them for their house, they can take all their stuff with them and then we can put someone Wait, else inside like their house bigger isn't it better, it more be prestigious bigger, but
2: their house is... well, we'll ask him. sure what do I know
1: um, alright, fine. Well, we're meeting them now anyway. So, yeah. let's go. Where are those chests? You got them?
2: Yes. Good.
1: Good. Um, alright, well, you know, I get the crew to help me drag the chests full of coins to the dock.
3: Okay. The the all oh, it all gets dragged down to the dock. Yeah. Okay,
1: I walk up to the ladies Butterworth
3: this is at their house after you've made the deal or i'm assuming that we're making the deal on the okay. dock got it ready sure sure sure
1: the crew yeah here.
3: so at the dock you're making the deal you're being shown the crew they're looking over archie a little sketchy wise you've got the chests of money over here the ladies butterworth are there their knight is standing by uh with a Wait. empty scabbard
2: i would have got different spells for this and it's not for killing people it's for more role play
3: okay yeah um as I, as i go up to
1: them I will hand the knight his sword back. Mm-hmm. And I give him a nod. The knight s-
3: bowers politely and quickly sheaths his sword.
1: I'll say to the two ladies, alright, well, we've got your coin, and the deal still stands. If you want safe passage, we'll get you to Port Prince. But there's been some interesting developments in the night. Lord Chroma has fled the island, and there's now no one here to sit in his estate and collect toxins for us you sure you want to leave position yours if you want it
3: even the young lord chroma is abandoning this island why would I want to stay or why would my wife like to stay in such a run down backwater place that even the, the peasant that was the young lord chroma won't stay in by the gods who's even left in this town that's worth talking to
1: no, Plenty of people, but name I appreciate one.
3: that. Good point. Thank All you. Right. Well, there is no life nor society left here.
2: Excuse mm. me, ladies, Butterworth. We are uh, upstart island owners, and this being one of our new islands, we would like to welcome you to the ground floor of it. We're going to be moving in a lot of the high society um and we can kind of help you shape this island how you would like it to be if there are homeless people that you don't want on the street i can deal with them if you would like (laughs) the roads to be changed to be more up to your standards i can deal with them if there are more unsavory types that you'd like gone say the word mrs butterworth and in a night they will all be shipped off this island immediately
3: that's Lady's Butterworth to you, manservant. And no, no. Hey, he's not a manservant. He's a wizard. Didn't you just offer to clean the roads for me? Huh? Is he not your manservant then? I offered I think you're to not kill. Properly. I offered
2: to kill anyone that you deemed unworthy of living on this island. Listen.
3: The horror nowhere. comes over her face as she recontextualizes your speech instead of just like moving things out of the way. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see.
2: He kills enough this, people. He doesn't some need people your don't have the stomach to do it, but if you'd like to have a nice high society island where there are people worth talking to, we're going to need to uh, up the clientele, if that makes sense.
3: Perhaps I can point you in the direction of Lord Dengar. He, he's very old and has never been a, a fan of the White Prince, nor any of the nobles that have moved on to this island since the White Prince has taken over. His family used to rule this place long, long ago, and has fallen into some level of disgrace. The man is probably the oldest creature alive here, and still yearns for the earlier days. He might be more interested in your new society.
1: Sounds perfect. Thank you. That sounds perfect. Alright, let's get this (laughs) show on the road. I've been sitting around on land for too long. Ladies, Buttersworth, would you like to sail with us, or would you prefer to sail on with your... Actually, I think for security's sake, you should sail
3: with us. On which vessel shall we be sailing? And she kind of, like, looks across the harbour. Oh, smiles. (laughs) (laughs) I point at our ship. Is it the long ship, or is it the big ship? It's the long ship. Is it the long ship? She looks at that there's no hold where would my feather bed be
1: okay okay no you're you're right
3: that won't work i will sail on your ship with you oh she turns to her wife sweetheart this is just can you believe life has come to this my my when i came out
6: here i thought this was going to be a new place
1: um
6: did you did you say you were where you were sailing them to captain
1: we're sailing to Sulfur island Sulfur island
6: oh and place reeks so bad
3: it's in the name why would you ever want to go there oh don't worry you won't be there for long uh
1: nilrim sail are you guys okay to take the longship and archie and i will go with the lovely ladies here make sure there's no issues pirates
3: were smelly but oh i didn't know why um i would recommend
2: she did i would recommend that archie and sail go on the longship and i come with you I think it'd be nice to have a wizard.
1: Yeah, kind of but I kind of want Archie to uh, train the crew a little bit. You know, get them used to the way things are gonna be. He's the best fast mate this side of uh, Redport, so.
2: Well, then how about Archie and I go together? It's a good idea, Captain.
5: And look at the long ship. Archie, I fancy think a little the captain, bit more
2: time with the wizard?
5: I think the captain should come along.
1: Yeah, no, I think yeah, you and Sail will take the longship. Me and Archie will look after the ladies. Sounds good. Great. Um, I'll see you guys when we get there. And I will put my arm around Archie and
3: say, Come on then, ladies,
1: let's go. Let's get
3: on board. Oh my god, I can't believe how far we've fallen. We should have left when Lady Nightingale left. Yes, I do quite agree, darling. Why did we even bother staying here? Oh, and they huff and puff and, you know, Feathers are all ruffled until you hop on your ships. Does this mean you're leaving? Well,
1: what we need you... to talk
2: to that person first, right?
1: Well, we've got a month before taxes need to be collected, right?
2: Yeah, I know, but having an island have a head is probably pretty important. Versus...
6: Probably worth... Well,
2: me and Sail are leaving late. Let me and Sail do it. You guys can go a day early.
4: Yeah,
6: okay, um, If
2: you want to do that?
1: I will say Fine. this.
6: We probably shouldn't leave this island without a proper power structure in. Place, or the next time we come here, it'll be a smoldering rubble-filled Fine. hellhole.
2: We'll handle All right. that, sail. You, you two
1: me. stay here, but don't be don't be lollygagging around too long, okay? I want you back on Sulphur Island by the time, you know, we drop them off at Port Prince and make it back.
0: The, like, oh, uh, wait, we- you're...
6: C- Captain, uh, a question. You're yes. one of the most wanted men in the known world and you're sailing... A high profile noble into Port Prince
1: They're not going to find me on the ship Maybe I'll stay on Sulfur Island But by the time that Those ships are We're done and, with these women And we're back on Sulfur Island I want you two back there
6: And it would take just one person Saying you were on that ship For the entire fleet no, normal, to be mobilized
2: will no, poke you a little bit and just whisper in If he dies it'll be better for us Just, <laughs>
6: just <let> him No <laughs> So just one person on that ship has to give you up and the entire White Prince's fleet will be mobilized to take you out. I'm just saying. Anyway, good luck. Bye. On, and I'll captain, walk away. We'll
2: figure this ship out. This plays out. What does he know about being a captain? I
1: say as I walk with Archie.
2: I'll yell, come on, Captain Butts.
5: <laughs> <laughs> i at the Captain. i That's way. right. Okay, uh, let's go.
2: We are going to go to the to the lord's house that she talked about
0: yes lord dengar yeah
2: how are the the streets of flotsam island
3: they're pretty fine you know some areas are cobblestone some areas are dirt um the cobblestone areas are all built in the last 80 years or so maybe the last 50 years or so So Um,
2: homeless people a lot of crime
3: Well, you're the main source of crime in the area. Uh, Homelessness (laughs) is not such a big issue here. Um, You know, if people need a place to need a a home, they'll usually just go out into the woods and build themselves a home. Um, (laughs) There's, you know, you can just go live in the jungle. There's some other small villages off to the side. Um, There are some people who are down and out on their luck and there is poverty, but um housing is a little bit easier when land rights are a little bit more wibbly wobbly no one can find your house in the jungle or the cave uh, that you live in oh meet the guy yeah ah uh, yes lord dengar you'll have to ask around where this disgraced noble lord lives and it's back all the way against the mountain um in a house that's perpetually in shade except for the early mornings Um, the yard is kind of small the trees are pitiful There's a little bit of like um you know blue grass growing up all over it there's a a, you know the gate encompasses a much larger territory than can be managed by the one gardener who's not even a halfling he's a human gardener who's tending to this plot i know right just completely disgraceful the house is in a bit of disrepair the paint on it is sort of worn and beginning to flake the door was once like some sort of wonderful crimson color and now it's just sort of like this faded peeling you know sad de- you know decrepit older house um, you get to the uh, gate I'll and ask, the gardener hurries over where towards is the you halfling? Uh, excuse the me, halfling sir?
2: that lets us in
3: uh, I, I'm the the groundskeeper and, and gateman. Um, I, I will let you in, he says, undoing doing the latch on his side. But you're not even a short man.
2: You're not even a halfling.
0: Correct, sirs. I, I'm human. By God. Well, you're letting Dude. us into your
2: home. Do you even know who we are? You just let anyone in? Well
3: very few people will visit the dengar house uh, i assume anyone here has good reason to be and lord, lord dengar would wish to meet with you who, who are you uh i am nilrim
6: the maleficent the, the pirate
2: you know
6: who i am yes i'll nod enthusiastically and be like i'm sail the heretic the dark heretic
3: i point oh, to the monkey. the one who is getting rid of all the. who is um, disturbing the peace that the White Prince has so gracefully brought to this house.
6: Oh, no, we're making a new peace. The this? old peace was a false peace.
3: hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. This is and, Captain uh, Butts. Point to the monkey. I
6: will attempt to high five Seymour.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, <clears throat> Please, please, uh, come this way. Uh, I will see if Lord Dengar is up to meeting with you. He's very old these days. Uh, Unless you're you're here for his daughter, Lady Dengar? I would like to meet Lady Dengar, actually. (laughs) Splendid. Uh, Please, this way. And he takes you into this, like, sad parlor room that overlooks the sad gardens. You sit in, like, a plume of dust Kind of comes out of it, the chairs that you're sitting on, and you can hear the fabric tearing a little bit and the legs creaking as your weight settles into them.
2: I cast Cantrip and Unseen Servant. I'm going to have my duders go and clean this bitch up. I had this to impress the Lady Butterworths. Um, nice. I have two castings of each, so. I'll...
3: Excellent. I'm going to send takes...
2: those two around to clean up.
3: It takes 15 minutes for the gardener to arrange the younger Lady Dengar to arrive. And soon, coming into the room, leaning heavily on a cane, is the 75-year-old, heavily overweight woman known as Lady Dengar. Um, Her eyes are sort of milky and faded. Her clothes are a little bit worn and torn, you know, just around the hem a little bit. And she goes, hello! Hello! I hear you're here to see my father.
2: Yes, madam. We uh we have quite the offer for the head of this household.
3: Is it true? The dark heretic himself is here. Where where is he?
6: Point I'll give you. a I'll give a, a gentle bow.
3: Uh, she like do you? <laughs> on her cane slowly over towards you um, and then you know shifts the cane to her left hand and extends a a shaky right hand to you seven blessings upon you good sir I can't thank you enough for the rabble you have roused out of town
2: check like you know you can see like how how beautiful was she when she was a younger lass.
3: Like a seven?
6: Oof.
2: Why she's not married.
6: I'm <sighs> lucky. I'll take her hand gingerly and say, I accept your blessings, my lady.
3: Oh thank you. Are you going to do about something about that lot up in the mountains? Who? <laughs> who who? The cleric who fled into the mountains last night making a a lot of ruckus with their carts and their people and their chanting and the singings of the (gasps) songs of Astaire and the White Prince.
2: We will handle that, but first, uh, is there anyone younger in your household? We have an offer, but it doesn't...
3: My husband is dead, killed by the White Prince and his men. My children are dead. Disease took three of them. The White Prince took two of them. Then Varasi herself led one down, for he was born. My sisters are all dead. I am the last of my line, save my father. I am no longer fit to bear children, but, God's willing, Lord Butterworth himself may yet produce another heir.
2: How does it work in this in these days? Can you uh transfer like if Lord Butterworth writ me wrote Nilram as an heir? Would totally. He then take the title. Oh,
3: yeah,
6: fuck. totally.
2: Bingo, bingo, bongo. <clears throat> We're getting this done. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Nilram's about to be nobility. I'll make you a deal. We will go uh, deal with those people in the mountains. Those accursed Aster clerics. And in return, all we ask is um you listen to us and uh, heed our request.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Does that sound good? Most she eases
3: herself down into a comfy chair. No more dust comes out of it because you cleaned up the area.
2: Yeah, she <coughs> sees magical servants running mm-hmm. around doing shit right now. Yeah, like is a little broom mystified? is sweeping.
3: And, well, her eyes are kind of bad, you know. She's sort of squinting at this and that. Um, she doesn't even seem to notice the lack of dust. She seems sort of oblivious to these things. She's, she's quite old and clearly in bad health and has like some problems either with her knees or her hips because her movements are all jerky and she's got to lean on that, cha- uh, that cane.
2: Normal whisper to say, well, I'm going to make this family name me their heir. <laughs> Just as you wait.
6: I'll look at him and say, well, one of us should get it. Maybe it should be me. Rock, paper, scissors.
3: <laughs> now, I believe you're going to tell me a story.
2: Uh, I'll give you the quick rundown. <clears throat> we are uh, pirates, and we're here to basically make money, take over. My big goal is to find the Fountain of Youth and uh, live forever as a youthful wizard. However, mm-hmm. the White Prince is kind of in our way, and... Mm-hmm. To be frank, he's pissing me off. So we are Mm -hmm. going around and Mm -hmm. killing Astaire clerics and Mm -hmm. white prince loyalists in order to uh, make the outer reach more to our liking.
3: Hmm. Well, I can't say I'm in favor of piracy, but anything that gets the white prince out of our lands, um, back to where he belongs, whatever pit of hell he crawled out of, uh, that's worth a shot.
2: We saw the horrors that happened on Sulphur Island, and we stand with the Kaiser family. Um, mm,
3: yes, yes.
2: We have recently released Telemachy, uh, If you know who he is,
3: the great dragon of the sea. We
2: has have been so freeing. We
4: hope that, oh, we hope good. that he is going
2: to cause some excellent. big excellent.
3: Yes, good, good.
2: Yes. The uh, nobility of this island have been ousted. We have kicked out the Chromas, and we would like to mm-hmm, bring mm-hmm. you guys back to your proper glory
3: was about the young Lord Chroma. That little he shit.
2: He fled in the night like a
3: child. Oh. She breathes a deep sigh of relief. You know, 50 some years ago, they tried to marry me off to one of the Chroma family members. I had lived him by a good 30 years, too.
2: Only someone so... <sighs> Uh, Lucky would get your hand in marriage, I'm sure.
3: Nah, bad luck would be indeed. My family's fallen into disgrace, allowed to live, just for the sake of peace and prosperity of the land, but our lands have been stripped from us, all but a few. Our wealth has vanished. You can have all those
2: lands back. Um, You may have the Chroma estate, the Butterworth estate, and I'm going to also give you the
3: Nightingale estate. In exchange for what? Nothing comes without a price. We learned that the hard way. Back when my father was a young man and the white prince was a... And she kind of trails off yep. into a, you know, an old person story. Well, um,
2: I hadn't really thought of a price. I just kind of wanted you to run the island. But if your family line is as good as it's as it seems, I don't know, maybe a marriage? <sighs>
3: Oh, I don't think we have any family members left of appropriate age to marry you, but let's begin my father. He's 99 years old as of last week. He should hear that the lands are finally free, although the joy may burst his heart. What a way to go hold on, and she like slowly gets up, and the, the gardener who's now functioning as like a manservant will help her to the door and with her cane up the stairs And you can hear the very slow plodding, heavy set woman making her way through the house it's gonna take a while for her to come back it's gonna take for even longer for Lord Durga- uh, Dengar himself to come back down giving the two of you plenty of time to do whatever you want in this like very old, sad house.
2: Uh, I'm just gonna do a quick snoop check. You want to invest? You want perception, intelligence? Just to, to search around. around. Yeah, shit.
3: yeah. Go
4: ahead.
2: Perception or intelligence?
3: Uh, perception, please. Twenty-two. Yeah, you know, they keep chickens here in the backyard to help make F4. ends meet. Um, the stuff here is pretty old. The crockery upon which you're um, you've been, you know, been served some mild foods. Are cracked and then re, you know, um, glued back together, and then cracked again, and then re-glued back together. The carpet is threadbare; you can see the base of it through it. Um,
2: would he have been old enough to see the Kaiser family? Would he have been old enough to?
3: Well, if he turned ninety-nine now, the Kaiser family was kicked out eighty years ago. Eighty years ago, he would have been Good. nineteen.
2: Yay! <laughs> hey, Nilrum has a ring. That was from the Kaiser family's wizard. And the queen of the Kaiser, the daughter, gave it to him. And he's been keeping it around for a while. He thought about selling it, but he decided not to sell it. Because it does have some like weird, mysterious markings or sigils on it. Um, mm-hmm. So, just reminding you, I'm going to ask him about that. Doubt he knows mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. So, Sale, do you want to you wanna try to be the, you know, do you want nobility or not? Because this is the time we get it.
6: You want to roll me?
4: dice?
6: I think one of us should get it, and I think, you know, offering them massive lands and estates so they can live out their lives in comfort in exchange for, you know, being adopted into their family. Yeah, exactly. How Um, about
2: we roll a d4 and, uh, you know, we'll let Seymour in on it too.
6: Oh, my God. We could let the monkey be the noble. I, like, turn to Seymour excitedly. Seymour, you're going to be a king.
2: Seymour, I placed him like a little
3: d4 in his hand. Roll this. Seymour tries to chew it.
2: I'll smack it out of his hand.
3: It falls to the ground. It rolls a one. (laughs) All
2: right, Seymour (laughs) rolled a one. I'll I'll pick it up. Normal, toss it on the ground. I got a two.
6: Uh, Close. Ah, Looks like it'll be me, yes, it's you. I'll pick up the dice triumphantly. Like, hold it in my hand. This is the little souvenir for me now.
2: Maybe I'll marry the father. You know, we could be brothers. But <laughs> well, we could be. <laughs> that
0: would How make you... Would the
2: Captain B if we were what? nobility and we had a title when we come back? Something he's always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because he decided to go on the other fucking ship. Samuel. Well, I say that we... Sh-
6: <laughs> True. You know, there's actually another option. We could just grab a random orphan and get them to adopt the orphan and then that orphan is then indebted to us rather than us directly holding the land i know it's what do you think about that or no is it better for us to do it
2: i would just you know there's it'd be nice if we were nobility
6: fair 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 Uh, i do expect you to call me my My lord Lord, yes uh,
2: (laughs) yes yes my lord
6: (laughs) very good my good wizard
2: Uh, we wait I guess till the guy comes back
3: longer than is comfortable eventually coming down the stairs is the elder Lord Dengar 99 years old but his eyes are still like sharp his knees are both terrible he needs like a full fledged double cane walker style thing to get down the stairs with help from a couple of other servants who appear from probably somewhere else in the building
2: nudges uh, Sale and gives him like a follow me, and Norum goes down on one knee. Nobility love this shit. Mm-hmm. Especially old nobility.
3: He gets to the bottom of the staircase, um, his daughter in front of him, leaning on her cane, he leaning on his double cane walker. He looks to you and goes, So, you're the wizard? And he looks over towards Sale, shaky hand, and you're the one who's driven out the Men of the White Prince. And rise, rise
2: <laughs> We
3: rise B- Bring me your I'll hand, Clark, Dark Heretic he- I'll walk over and give him my hand Takes your hand and gingerly kisses it himself I can't tell you
6: how long I've waited to see this day I'll say my god blesses you This guy's
2: a terrorist <laughs> Or at least Ooh. he likes terrorists Who
3: is your god? Though I may
6: sing their praises Well, you you could meet him if you'd like. I think that would be more informative than a name. (laughs) Meet him?
3: Meet a god? I don't think gods have come down to this world since the end of the Age of Might.
6: Not since the Age of... Well...
2: Some of the gods never uh, left.
6: Some of them never left, and this is more like a vision than a true meeting. Sure. Show me your deity. We'll have to go in the morning, I think. It's it's quite late, and uh, you'll need to be well rested for the trip down to the seaside.
3: Fine, fine. I eagerly await the vision of the creature who can drive these these, these authoritarian monsters from our beaches. Anyhow, my, my daughter says you are willing to give us lands, our lands back, and houses back? And I've seen many a false deal in my time, so I must ask where is the truth in this?
2: Uh, we went to Sulphur Island and we've seen the horrors the White Prince has wrecked. Um, <clears throat> we've read through the history books and through the texts, and we want the Outer Rim to be set right. What the White Prince did is. I'm sorry, my lord, it's just. No one fakes a tear. <laughs> Mm, uh,
3: you haven't seen the worst of it yet Just wait Just wait until the oath sworn Rise from the depths And come to destroy this land For that's what is coming As soon as the white prince realizes What's happened here The oath sworn will kill us all A good death that will be Since there will be nothing here for him any longer At least
2: we're free Am I right?
4: Mm, 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 mm.
3: Bob said
2: oh my lord we're going to be going soon and uh, dealing with the Aster clerics who so rudely woke you up last night. But before we do, I have a quick question. Normal walk over there. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea? Did you ever meet the Kaiser family?
3: Do you say Kaiser family? I nod. Oh, yes. Yes. When I was a young lad, we, I messed with many of them had an island we had an island but not too far apart you know it was just three islands over from here quite a short distance their place might have smelled and their clothes left a distinct impression on a young man's nose how could you forget the Kaiser family you can smell them from a mile away uh, their queen the daughter I think she's about your age actually
2: is still alive as, as well um and she gave me this and he'll show him the ring um do you have any idea what this symbol is or where He we like go?
3: motions you for to bring the ring closer to his face impatiently yeah yeah he gazes at and he looks it over and shakes his head I, I never did get close enough to any of the young ladies of that family to be intimately familiar with their rings
2: it was their wizard's ring
3: that brings mm, anything to mind. shakes his head no no i was too young to be involved in those discussions back then understood mm.
2: well um all we ask for is <clears throat> my friend here has always wanted to be uh nobility is that something you could grant us
6: it would be my honor to be adopted into the house- household of dengar And I
2: assume you would want the dark heretic among your family.
3: I suppose, but I don't know what good it will do to you. No one else would recognize such an adoption. Might as well just style yourself a lord to begin with. Here's the secret. Listen close. I listen. Nobility is made up. I just declared myself lord of this island once I had amassed enough, well, my family had enough, amassed enough power. We just called ourselves the lords and everyone else fell in line. Genius. It's all a ruse. It's all a scheme. It's all smoke and mirrors. But sure, it sure, actually... you want to become part of the Dengar family? Um, why not? I can adopt you. No one else adopt will recognize enemy. it.
2: That's fine. Nilrim Dengar. Sail Dengar.
6: Sounds good. Are you brothers? You don't look alike. We will be when you adopt us.
2: Yeah, we will be.
6: Fine.
3: Fine. (laughs) Take a knee, he says. And looks to one of the servants. Get me my sword. And after some time, he gets his rapier out and, uh, you know, his daughter helps lift his hand because it's heavy and he's old. And he taps Nil'rim on one shoulder and then he taps Sail on the other shoulder and goes, uh, By the powers of the Dengar family handed down through generation upon generation for the service of ridding this island of clerics of the White Prince, for removing the Inquisitor from these lands, for purging the seas of his unholy presence, I adopt thee. What was your name again, sir? And he like taps Nilram roughly with the sword.
2: Uh my name is Nilrum.
3: I adopt thee, Nilrum Dengar. And I adopt thou What's your name? Sale. No no your name, not your
6: profession. <coughs> my my name is my name is sail. It's Sale in in the local dialect. That's a weird name. I adopt thee, Saul Dengar.
2: And our younger brother, Norm's eyes go to the monkey. Uh, please.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> can't be serious. A monkey. You're going to make me a monkey's uncle. Really? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wouldn't. Yes. His name is Seymour.
3: Gives. <laughs> long sigh oh sure why not i adopt God. me seymour dengar why not
6: thank you <sighs> three brothers i say Three brothers stand back up <laughs>
3: now Seym- <laughs> children of mine <laughs> yes father give me my new house <clears throat>
2: You will have it in the morning. For now, uh, me and my brother sale, we need to go and kill uh, the clerics in order to fulfill this adoption. Right,
3: right. Ma'am the servant? whole ruckus last night God, Which drove, way did they go? Right past our house, right up the mountain to Lady Chroma's old estate up there.
2: I know where that is.
4: Mm, uh, Man, so- servant,
2: please prepare a carriage for, our, for my father and uh, my sister. To um, Mrs. Butterworth Estate. I'll give him a hundred gold. Uh, not to give him a hundred gold, to go get a carriage.
6: I do the prep.
3: And do the prep. I hate to inform you, but the family doesn't have a carriage. We, we have a mule. That's why I'm-
2: giving you money to go to the town to bring a carriage. And it is now <laughs> my lord.
3: Of course, my lord. I'm... I will fetch a carriage post haste.
6: He scurries out.
2: Come on, sail.
6: <laughs> sure thing, brother. And after sail, calls Norm his brother. He kind of gets a little emotional and goes quiet for a second. And it says, you know, I would have chosen you to be my brother, and I'm well, glad it's we been are
2: done. Now. Come on, brother Seymour. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Captain
2: <laughs> is going to be pissed. They say, laughing. I'm sure as they fucking
5: leave.
3: And I think this is where we end this segment. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a few minutes with a little bit more Tides of Death. Bye bye. Hello everybody and welcome back to Tides of Death. We're gonna flip over to the other side of the party. On board their Roche uh four powered ship. Our two pirates. No no, 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 no. We're on the we're on the good
1: the new ship with the ladies. The the long is being left with sail and no Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> on board one of your brand new ships. Does it have a name yet? Do we know? Well, it's already
1: had a name, didn't it? It's just yeah, it's going by name. its current name, name at the moment, but we'll we
0: might rename it. Yeah, but did you? No, not yet. No, we don't know. Okay, excellent. On
3: board your ships, you head for Sulphur Island. The ladies, Chroma, are on board your ship as well. Well, are they on your ship because they want like a nice suite? And there's only really one nice suite per They're ship. They're on the
1: same ship as us because my worry is that they'll just take mm. that crew and leave.
3: Mm, mm-hmm okay and what
1: will we do so, so yeah. are
3: they in the nice suite or is that your suite and they're just like living in hammocks like plebs how good how
1: is there a second quarters Mm-mm. or is there only one no there's quarters? one
3: bed on the
1: boat yeah fuck it i let them sleep in it
3: oh that's so nice of you that is just the kindest most gentle thing that you've ever done becoming undead or less than living has really softened your soul John. Well,
1: I need to endear myself to the crew is more the
3: reason. Gotcha. Well, here you are out on the sea, sailing to Sulphur Island.
1: Yeah, well, I've, I've had a word with Archie. And what I want is for Archie to get it, integrate himself in the crew and, you know, speak highly of me and the command structure and sort of make sure that they're up to scratch, basically. hmm And I'm just going to be chilling, really.
3: All right, Archie. Show me how you do what John just said. Integrate yourself into the crew and make sure they're up to snuff.
5: All right, everyone. It's uh, a... I know a new crew is always hard to get used to. A new first mate and everything. new captain, so a couple things straight. Everything the captain says goes first and foremost, all right? And uh, if he doesn't say something that I tell you something, then that thing goes. But if me and him both tell you something, then what he says goes first and then me that's what's going and so on and so forth i think you guys get the uh get the gist um you're the first mate exactly that's right yeah good good very good uh yeah any any questions so far
3: one person two people step forward uh, a young man and an older man the older man speaks first and says I'm the old captain of this ship. Mm-hmm. So what am I now, huh? My well, I captain I of the ship or is he captain of this ship? Who is the I, captain?
5: I, I, I think you just said it yourself the best. You're the old captain. And he's the new captain. And since, as we all know, time moves forward, not backward. The new captain is the captain, and the old captain is not. Well, I didn't so sign
3: up to this to be a rower, or just a regular able-bodied seaman?
5: Well, that's, um... Didn't we all sign up for different things in life and then get something else? This is your situation now, old man, and um, you, you as a man of the sea, must know that the tides are always changing, and so are the structures on our ships, so... Um... There's a new captain now, so please treat him with the respect that you would have wanted to be treated when you were a captain way back in the day.
3: <laughs> that was yesterday!
5: <laughs> well, time moves not only forward, but also quickly so, so...
3: So is he going to captain the ship all the time? He's got... Looks well, like he's got landlubber legs, you know?
5: He's... He's not... He's actually got... Don't Don't, don't talk badly of... Uh, my captain's legs, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. They're very stable, very um, dynamic legs as well. We keep them shaved to keep them in shape. And they're they're fantastic legs. I don't know what you're talking about, but you're um, scrubbing the deck tonight. That's for sure.
3: The younger man steps forward and goes, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. I think we got off on the wrong foot. I'm the first mate. And I think what the captain is saying and he points to the old captain is that Y'all got two new ships, and surely you're not going to be on both of the ships all of the time. And when the new captain isn't on this ship, who's the mm-hmm. captain of the ship?
5: Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, I'm the first mate here, so naturally, my responsibility is if the captain is not here, which I am captain? The captain? The new captain, Captain John winters
4: Mm, is mm, um mm.
5: so when he's not here i am the the new captain because i'm the first mate as you a former first mate probably know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and then if i'm not here but the captain's here obviously nothing changes
4: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
5: but what if you
3: and the captain the new captain are both gone then who's in charge you know what was your name again uh I am I'm first mate Apo.
5: First mate Apo, that's a fantastic question. Um uh, that that obviously we've thought a lot about. Let me go refer back with the captain about this question in particular to see exactly what's 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 going on, all right? Let me I'll, The I'll old captain do...
3: steps forward and goes, "Aye, let's confer. Now, I think that what you really need is an admiral." And that I'm the, the captain admiral. of this ship, and uh, mm-hmm. that John mm-hmm. Fellow's the admiral of the fleet.
5: I see. So the admiral would be. Archie, thinking back to his military days. Uh, above. Above, uh, practically a captain of captains, so to speak. Aye, right? a captain of captains. Which would make me the first mate of first mates.
3: Aye. I... You'd be the primate
5: The primate I like the sound of that That's a very good, that's a very good term um, You know I think You're onto something here Captain um, I think I, th- I think we just got Captain John a promotion Didn't we
3: Hi, I'm Captain a- Gia He's Admiral Gia. John This is Admiral First John. Mate Apo And you're and
5: prim- Primate Archie, Archie. That's me. I. Right. Right. Okay. I have another yeah, no, question for you, primate Archie. Absolutely, absolutely.
3: I see your shirt there is a little bit open. Does it not say bit. Barchie across your chest instead of Archie?
5: Well, you see, um, that's uh, that's actually surprising that you can read. Uh, the, the, I don't come across a lot of, well, you see, the thing is, um, I'm
3: Captain Gia.
5: It used to. It used to say Archie. And then, um, you know, we, people were looking for us, you know, and it was a little, we, I'm sure you know what it's like. So we had to, um,
3: it's a disguise, isn't
5: it? Well, we had to be a little bit more secretive with our operation out here on the sea. So for some measures of, um, operational security, we had to, um, yeah, do, do some things that would make it not quite as obvious who, who we are. This is some people who disliked us.
3: But it's all, mm, you know, the, the kerning on the text is all off to one side. Why didn't you add another letter to the other side? So it would say like, Barchid or Barchia, or Barchix, or something. So that it, it would look even and wrap all the way around you instead of looking cockeyed.
5: You know, I had never really thought about that. I guess I'm not much of a man for aesthetics, you know, Captain John is more, I'm sorry, Admiral John is more of a man for that. Mm. Um, I, 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 I understand. Never really to my attention, yeah.
3: Okay. Thank you very um, much, primate Archie.
5: <clears throat> no problem, Captain Gia. I, um, I'll, I'll be happy to report these things to our Admiral.
3: Excellent. Aye, He turns back to the crew. Alright, Scallywags, you heard it. I'm Captain this is the primate and the one in there with the ladies buttered worth is the admiral so you listen to what I say unless these two say otherwise aye he looks to Barchie for approval
5: that sounds that sounds um, That sounds right yeah that sounds like what we should do
3: aye well what are you doing standing there get to work
5: and Absolutely, that's scurry right. off beautiful
2: Archie handled that well. He got yeah. John a promotion.
5: Yep. That did go well, yeah.
2: He didn't kill anyone. It's good.
5: <laughs> well, I know that's impressive to you, Nolram, <laughs> getting out of an NPC interaction without killing anyone. In.
2: <laughs> Norum hasn't killed anyone in weeks now. Well, he just killed someone <laughs> today. Just kidding. <laughs>
3: um. All right, Captain John, uh, Admiral John, when you when Archie returns to you and relays this information how does that make you feel
1: well so I think Archie comes and knocks on the door I'm in the captain's quarters with the ladies Buttersworth making idle conversation with them and there's a knock at the door ah (laughs) sorry ladies looks like uh, I'm neither on urgent ship business I'll have to hear the end of that story a different time it does sound fascinating though I'm really interested in where you got the red dye and the purple dye and how it went together and you know how that all made the yeah well whatever the whole thing okay I'm going see you later stand up. Mm-hmm. Walk out. Archie! Let's say a very important business, I'm sure. I put an arm around him and walk out. My god, it's awful in there. <sighs> you have a better look out here? Looks like everyone's hard at work.
5: It seems, seems to be working out. A um, good, good group? Yeah, for sure. I actually got you a promotion with them. Um, we talked about, you know, the command structure and everything, and the old captain, who is now the captain, told us that you're not much of a captain here you're more of an like an, an admiral a fleet Admiral right Admiral John winters
1: I suppose you could be saying that yeah
5: so um yeah so he stole the captain his first mate's the first mate I'm the prime mate as he said the what sorry the prime mate
1: I thought that was uh, Seymour
5: no no Seymour's a monkey
1: yeah no you're right sorry
5: I misremembered that Prime primate Archie and then you're the the Admiral Captain. Admiral John, that's it. There you go. Isn't it great? They're a hard-working crew. I like it. Honestly, I think we can make some good things happen here. Yeah, all of
1: that sounds good. You know, we're, we're not going to be on this ship all the time anyway, so whoever yeah. their old captain was, whoever the old first mate was, probably best that they stay in charge.
5: Always best right. to keep that sort of thing in place, So
1: That's good. I mean, it's going to help with the continuity with the rest of the crew. Absolutely. Admiral, you say? Yeah. John looks up into the sky. You know, he's got this image of himself, right, in his with his feather hat, with his you know pirate leather jacket on, and a sort of rapier. But now he's imagining sort of a button down blue double-breasted coat, gold mm. buttons, maybe one of those like black hats that's not got a feather in it. You know, it's a bit more. Thinks about that. Sounds pretty good actually. Maybe I should get. Could do with a change of clothes actually. I've been about wearing this jacket for a while. Okay, well, good job, Archie. You know, make sure that they're, uh, they're all working. You want to go and entertain the ladies for a little while? I'm kind of getting sick of talking to them.
5: I can, uh, I can, I can see what I can do. I'm sure we'll have some great things to talk about. I can maybe teach them a little bit about, you know, seamanship on the boat. Maybe show them how to scrub the deck or something.
1: Yeah, well, good luck with that. Just don't get too involved. You know, we do want to get rid of them. We don't want them, uh, coming back from more. Oh, no, if no. You know no, what course, I mean? Of course, of course. Yeah. I gave a wink. Someone's got to pick up the slack, given my, uh... change of circumstances, if you know what I mean.
5: Archie has absolutely no idea what you mean. He'll say, sure, Captain. Absolutely. I slap him on the bum as he goes in.
3: You step on in, Archie. <clears throat> the two noble ladies are a little bit wine-drunk in the middle of the day on the rolling seas. <clears throat> One of them goes, Oh, look! It's the stripper! No, no, sir! We don't need your services! The, um... am
5: uh, um, Actually, the, um... Uh... I'm, Archie, you met me earlier. I'm the captain's first mate. I'm not sure. What, what
3: I'm sure you are. Confusion. That's how we started off as first mates too.
5: <laughs> well, I, actually, I'm not even the first. I'm actually a prime. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, you,
3: you, you what? What did you just say?
5: I'm the the. I got a promotion. Actually, I'm not the first mate anymore. I'm the because the captain's no longer the captain. He's the admiral. So me being the first mate that actually makes me the prime mate.
3: Oh, I see. You've you've elevated yourself to his prime, mate. How very um,
5: <clears throat> animalistic of you. You could I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of an animal in the in the of <laughs> combat, you could say that, yeah. Oh, is that what it's, you call
3: uh, it these days when you're fencing with your swords?
5: Well, I actually don't um, I have pretty strong opinions on that. We could talk about that for a while. We Just... will go on this like 15 minute rant about how you know he doesn't like swords and how fists are in superior weapons I and quite defenders. agree says this, uh,
3: you know lady Buttersworth oh dear
5: <laughs> <laughs> no and that's why and that's why you know both historically but also just in a in, in a in a pure combat sense the knuckle is so far superior to the blade and I think really always will be you know what I mean
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you must make sure in um, <clears throat> combat to keep your nails trimmed quite a bit you wouldn't want them scratching anything or, or getting peeled back in any ways that they weren't intended upon
5: well a hard working man should you know take care of his, his nails from time to time that's that's mm, for sure you know, quite, I, I had a quite. we were caught in a storm out at sea and he um. Oh, must have been blowing so hard mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. blowing hard so hard yeah you have no idea mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was wet mm-hmm. too all over is crazy. <laughs> my
3: okay we can just stop that because that is yeah. i think they find themselves quite endeared with archie and um yes. quite tickled with him and have a very good time and a day a couple days later you all <laughs> arrive at Sulfur island the ladies butterworth can smell it on the wind um and complain about the, the stink and stank of it all as you make landfall. As we
1: make land as you know, as we're approaching, I will gather Archie, my prime mate, the first mate of this ship, and this ship's captain. hmm And I'll say, All right. Things went well. Crew seems to be working out. Happy for you two to keep your positions on this ship. You're gonna be off on business without me. Um We've got somewhat of a tavern made up here. I need to go and speak to the mayor of the island. When you get the crew off, get them a drink, you know, get relaxed, I'm going to go speak to the mayor, and then we'll meet back up here, and I'll have a chat with everyone.
3: Sure. it all is going well and according to plans until you get off the boat on the dock and start walking down. And you see a new figure... Someone you don't recognize. Dressed in clerical robes, standing. Has anything been
1: destroyed or anything like that? No, no.
3: No, everything else seems to be just about fine as you glance around checking buildings. There's still your, your people going to and fro and doing this and that. But there is a cleric, clearly identified as a cleric of Tempos, the blue inverted triangle sitting above the black triangle. God of fate and time um standing, hands folded gently within robes.
1: Um, waiting. As I see this person, I look over my shoulder and Archie, get up here. Uh, I go up. Walk towards the cleric. The cleric Later, gives uh,
3: a stiff bow. Or coming
1: up again. Just on holiday, are you or? somebody invite you here Mm. I know I didn't
3: I was brought here by Captain Ajora a subordinate of yours I do believe she also Ah. came and brought a large chest filled with coinage for you at the I do believe his position is Mayor Brophy at his Ah, residence
1: fantastic nice to meet you
3: I am not here for that Ah. I am looking for Nilrum of Rangoon. Oh Magic Man. Uh
4: yes. Nilram's not
1: here, I'm afraid.
3: I was led to believe that he would be accompanying the Captain John Winters.
1: My reputation precedes me. Uh well, alas, Nilram has business elsewhere. He'll be joining us here in some time. Can I ask what this is about?
3: I Nilrum have come for me after all. I have come a very long way to speak with him just on your own I have departed my ship with my companions after I heard from a Jorah in good happenstance that the wizard named Nilrum might be here or that this would be a good place to find him
1: A lot of people in these islands looking for Nilrum, and most of them want him dead. How do I know that you don't want the same
3: thing? I do not yet know what I wish for with this Nilrum fellow. The Mother of Pearl is a ship bound with my colleagues. We have all been tasked to find this man and bring him somewhere else. I could not tell you more, however... This is a holy quest granted to each of us by ten gods. <laughs>
2: Jesus, I mean, that shit is
1: fucked. By Martha's tits, that's something else. I haven't yes. had anything like that in my life.
3: Martha's bouncing tits, indeed. Ten gods opposed in per, in personality and outlook and disposition, all together asking us to find one man without telling us why it is indeed a great day so tell me Captain John where is Nilrum of Rangoon
1: you know um, it's one thing for you to get to speak to him but you're certainly not taking him anywhere you won't be taking him back to uh, Arcadia where I'm sure you've come from Milren belongs to me, and I find him quite useful indeed, and I don't think I'm quite ready to give him up yet. Now, you mentioned the chest of gold, but I don't see you have any gold on you, nothing to trade. I'm not sure why I would give you my wizard, just on the, uh, just because you asked nicely.
3: The word of ten gods is a powerful thing. surely. You would not wish to make an enemy of so many clerics over such a wide area. But with this amount of divine power also comes a humble amount of wealth, which can be bestowed upon those who make our job easy. We are not here for the affairs of the local trouble, but we can make a financial recompense to those who help us.
1: You know, wizards aren't so easily replaced around here. Most of them work for the White Prince. So I'm not really sure what you could offer me, you know. I've got chests full of gold all over this island, all over those ships, I've Got a whole fleet out there out on the outer rim. A few coins from you. I'm not going to trade my wizard for that. And frankly, I'm insulted that you've even asked. It's arrogant of you to turn up here on your own thinking you can demand this. If you were a smarter person, you'd have come with the whole group of you. Maybe then you can make some demands, but the way I see it right now, you're in quite a uh, turbulent position.
3: I am a and cleric like... of Tempos. I know where my fate leads me. Do you know where yours leads you?
1: <clears throat> well, you lack the critical information, my friend. You can't threaten me with the ire of the gods, I can assure you, uh, they're no fight of mine already, and I will loosen the tie around my neck letting it drop
3: I see do you, do you see? he confidently walks forward, hands still folded in his robes, you know, non-threateningly um pulls out one hand and sort of you know reaches for your neck slowly enough that you could pull away or you know you could deny him permission without problem do you let him Um, reach out and touch your neck he's just touching your let and touch it yeah yeah he feels the the coldness of your flesh you barely feel you know his fingers upon your your skin he pulls back his hand his brow furrows there are many things happening in the dardens that are none of my business but Nilrum right. is trusting. I you
1: think you're imagine. looking to speak to the wrong person you think you want Nilrum but that's not true Nilrum's the last one of my crew that you're looking for
3: enlighten me
2: you can't give him my brother
3: perhaps
1: you'll stay for a drink
3: I'm parched I am sure that's not true, but I will stay anyway. <clears throat>
1: Why don't you wait for me in the tavern? I've got to speak to my mayor here.
3: I'll find you later. He bows politely, um, and heads off to the tavern to wait for you. I will tie the thing around my neck and
1: turn to watch him say, uh, can you go and keep an eye on him?
5: Absolutely, Captain.
1: Be ready. We might need to deal with this thing quick haste at some point.
4: I will All right,
1: right, and then I head off to Brophy
3: you find Brophy sitting in his chambers Um, he's clearly seen the boat coming out of one of his windows because his fingers are pressed to his temples rubbing over and over again as he stares down at some blank paperwork in front of him a chest of coins you know popped up next to his feet he sees you come in and he stands up and he kind of kicks the chest with his foot and he says this is for you
1: <clears throat> Great, fantastic Is this from uh, Jora?
3: It is she, She's left it off And gone on with the rest of her stuff uh, I did a quick Can counting. you make use of it? Of course
1: yeah, Well, it's keep a, hold of it then um, How much?
3: 25,000 silver
0: Yeah, okay, well you can keep hold of that um, hmm. This cleric down there Found that quite disturbing What do you know about him?
3: He begins to pace the floor a little bit. Um, you know, I'm used to running businesses, uh, restaurants, that sort of things. This is, I'm a little out of my depth here, I have to say. You did a great uh, job, Brophy. He came on a drawer's ship, um, and he grabs a paper from the desk, which is a wanted sign. You've seen one of these before. It's got a pretty accurate pic- uh, picture of Nilrum drawn on it. Uh, he was passing these out and offering rewards to anyone with information. Ajora said she knew him. Took him on the ship, got a reward, plopped it in the chest over there, dropped him off here, said this is the place to meet him, and sailed away. I told him that, um, you know, I, I couldn't quite lie to the man. I, I just found myself lost for words, so I, I told him I'd that uh, no room comes through here from time to time and um, this was a trading outpost he was welcome to spend his money here and uh, I had a couple of folks keep a close eye on him make sure he didn't leave on any ships without you know without permission um, I told them that if he did try to escape on some ship or flee that he should be coerced into staying in the jails but I, I didn't want to outright arrest him I didn't want to piss off any gods I heard a story a mother of pearl a ship filled with clerics of 10 different gods
1: yeah it's a fantastical story I'm not sure we can believe all of that
3: I've heard similar rumors though I've heard similar things myself of the travelers that have come through here Not, not a lot of them but many of them have heard this and these wanted posters are scattered all over the place there is money flowing around in connection with them um, so I think it's high stakes,
1: John. Peasant folk are easily impressed. You really think that you had what's going on in Arcadia, right? They've got dragons running around. You're dead.
3: Demons, apparently. I mean, you can spare 10 clerics to come look for Nilrim. Well, See? 10 different gods, but I think the cleric count is at least twice that.
1: I wonder why this one split off. You know, if, uh, maybe they're trying to cover more ground, you think, leave this guy here looking for no while the others go off searching?
3: He shrugs. I, I tried not to question or talk to him too much. I didn't. But they say clerics can read the minds of people. At least that's the White Prince's clerics can read people's minds. I figured it'd be best if I kept my distance. I, I might know too much. The rest of them out there, they, you know, they, they don't know anything. They only know the, the broad strokes. So I, I've, I've kept myself at distance.
1: All right, well, you did the right thing. Don't let them leave. Um, I'm going to go speak to them later. I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but if we leave them here, keep them here. Got it. In other news, a bit of good news, you've been saying you could make use of a ship. Well, I brought you two. Some of the best in the land. I invested a lot of money in these brofies, so I expect you to make use of them. Come with a crew. Um... I'm gonna to speak to the crew now. I'm gonna give them the chance to leave. So it might be that we need to find new men and women to man the oars and lift the sails, but the ships
3: yeah. are ours. You don't look too pleased. Are we all gonna die here? You worried about the clerics? He nods enthusiastically. I was I was never, no. you know, a super devout man. But I know the gods watch over us. And I get, you know, one god says one thing, another says something opposite. You know, they, they pull back and forth. What are you going to do about it? It's not—it's none of my business, but... Esther, Martha, Varasi, Malkus, Tempos, and Nerul all together on something? With Ponos and Tarasa and two others, at least? I... I'm not going to bullshit you,
1: Brophy. It's, uh... It's a concerning development, but, um, and, you know, I know you're not fully up on all of the details, but you've seen what sail does. You've seen what lurks beneath the ocean waters. You understand what
3: we're dealing with here. He nods. You know, I I haven't heard… I'm not the most educated man. I don't know all the stories from all over the world, at well, least here or around the Dardans, I, I haven't heard of this many gods working together in concert like this since since the end of the Age of Heroes. Since, since that great war and... <clears throat> that was what? 3,000 years ago? 4,000 years ago? I don't know. I
1: don't follow the history, but yeah, I mean, it, I agree. It's unusual. There are... Uh... I think… Hmm. I spoke to Nilram about it. He… We visited Arcadia a while back, and he let something slip to a cleric there about the… our friend under the sea. I think that's what this is about, but I don't know. But they can't be that well informed, otherwise they'd be wanting to speak to Sale, not Nilram.
3: Maybe we should go we've got money we've got shit. we have a whole bunch of ships now we could send what do we got four, four if there's two new ones that's four ships total we could send one ship in each different direction take off take all our wealth sail to new lands far away change your names
1: I'm afraid I don't have that luxury brophy and I'm, unfortunately neither do you so I think we're all stuck here me for more permanent reasons than yourself I tell you what though if I do turn up dead Then you have my permission to
3: fuck off I think if you turn up dead I'm probably dead too But I appreciate that
1: Yeah You know you, We met each other under tenuous circumstances Brophy. You know you were a, a prisoner for a while I don't see you like that anymore But this whole place This operation it relies on you You know it's bigger than just me and you right now You've made a commitment here you got to stick with it if shit does hit the fan and you can get away, then get away. But until that day, I expect you to fulfill your duties.
3: I, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm here until I'm like a rat on a ship. I'm here until it sinks. You know.
1: That's right. Listen, hypothetically, if Archie kills that cleric tonight, you're gonna mm-hmm. freak out.
3: I'm t- didn't you have your head bitten off by a troll or something? I'm meant to know about that. People talk. Okay. Well, so what? Stories slip. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: still here. That? how am i standing here. If I got my head bitten off.
3: I felt your skin, John. <laughs> I didn't, you know. I don't know a lot, but I, I know what cold feels like.
1: Well, that's and uh, so it's hot out though. here,
3: and you're wearing a scarf all the time. There's These a lot of clerics. little stories that, that add together.
1: They can't bring someone back from the dead for the last 2,000 years. I do not think we should be scared. The power that we've got behind us, that's something greater. That's why they're so scared. That's why they're all here trying to shut us down before we can conquer them all. Because of you? Stick with me. Well, of... not because of me. Because of Cause sales,
3: but... God's outlawed resurrection and... I don't know what happened to you, sir, but...
1: (laughs) It's him under the sea. The black, writhing, oily tentacles. That's what they're scared of.
3: What are the gods afraid of?
1: I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they're scared for a reason. And it's clearly got power beyond theirs. We're
3: going to be all right, Brophy. Trust me. Somehow... I don't trust you this time, but I'm with you, so, um…
1: Alright, well, anyway, don't get too distracted. Think about how you're going to use the ships. The, uh, the ladies we bought them off, they need passage to Port Prince. They're going to, uh, help you move the paperwork into your name, and I'm going to need you to, uh, get them down there safely.
3: If they've got crew, we, we can ship them there. If you trust the crew to keep their mouth shut, shouldn't be a problem, but if they're new… They haven't been given the tests yeah that's what I'm uh,
1: thinking maybe you keep you know you send some of our men to crew the ship this first time keep the new guys here you know break him in a little bit
3: I'll send Kalfu with them he, he can act as first mate or something like that and he knows the ins and outs and he's he's a good loyal man now I think he'll be able to keep a low profile he was, a, he was a guard once, you know? He was a guardian of the White Prince. I know, I remember.
2: Make him send the ogre.
3: Alright, well, Brophy, listen,
1: keep your chin up, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I reaches
3: out a hand. Oh, never you mind, know. you've walked out. No no I'll, no, no, I'll shake, okay, well, fine. Yeah, no, I mean, you whatever. Walk out.
1: You walk out. I go back down to, uh, go back down to the city, and speak well. to the, cr- the new crew we don't need to role play that if you don't want cause I feel like that was quite a long conversation but i basically just tell them that um we're going to be dropping the ladies off at port prince if they want to leave they can leave with her mm-hmm. but there's you know there's a job for them here on the same two ships they can keep their former ranks and i'll increase their pay by ten percent
3: okay cool
2: yeah um, uh did you go and hang out with the clerk in the in the tavern yeah in the evening yeah
3: uh... well archie first follows the cleric to the tavern yes uh, i don't know how much of that conversation you had overheard archie definitely some of it um possibly all of it but you get into the the tavern and it's kind of a a bit of a rowdy place this being you know the pirate space and whatnot um this is the wrong track here we go um and there's the cleric you know follow behind him and he's plop down at a table um, small little table by himself near the front door everyone else is on the farther end where people are energetically singing and dancing and you know, making a mess of things and food and drink is being spilled all over the place it's later in the day everyone's done with their labor the cleric takes a nice quiet seat um, people sort of shy away from him these sorts of folks aren't really interested in in clerics for the most part what do you do
5: um, I'm probably going to grab like a keg of ale and mm-hmm. just kind of hang out in the back not sit with the cleric or anything just mm-hmm. hang out in the back, kind of keep watching everything make sure that nothing crazy is happening if I was going anywhere enough no, that they crazy or getting into trouble mm-hmm. sure,
3: a few minutes pass when one of the locals comes on up to him um uh, and a little bit drunken leans on the table and starts a conversation it's loud in this bar so you can't really hear what the conversation's about um give me a charisma check to see if you can sort of get a vibe for what the for what's going on oh yeah at first it seems like the the, the sailor or person or whatever is just like... Talking shit and having a good time, but you can see the expression on their face change. And soon, like they're nodding along with the cleric and they're listening. And eventually, they like take a seat. And then they get a couple of drinks and give one to the cleric. Like they're starting to buy the cleric drinks, um, and their their face gets sort of dark and and very serious, and nodding along and nodding along. Um, and after five minutes or so, they like take the cleric's hand in both of theirs and you know do the you know a nice shaking of it. Um, or stepping away, and even like bowing to the cleric, and then taking off, mm-hmm. uh, leaving the bar altogether and heading out into town. And then it's sort of quiet near the cleric again. Everyone else going about their things. You gonna do anything um, with this information?
5: I think I'm probably gonna walk up to the cleric and ask him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, "Hey, uh, is that you talked to is a friend of yours? What do you guys talk about?"
3: I am a shepherd for all people of this world. Tempo gazes down on us and guides our fates together. I know all men. and But I don't really know that one before this moment. Okay. What is your name? I'm Archie. It's a pleasure to meet yeah. you, Archie. First mate of the crew.
5: Which crew? You know, the crew of <clears throat> of life, that um, Archie's beginning to realize that he's giving away too much information, so he's gonna backpedal. Um, I like to think of myself as, you know, just everyone's first mate.
3: Mmm. Yeah. An open, loving, gregarious soul.
5: Thanks. That's exactly me. Yeah. What was mm. your name, sir?
3: Ah. I'm Father Pike.
5: Father Pike. It's a
3: pleasure to meet you, Archie. Mm-hmm. I, I could see in your eyes a soft, gentle spirit, surrounded by a very hard past, a very hard life that you've lived. Is that true?
5: I mean, I think everyone's life is hard. Um, I think we all face challenges, you know, it's, um, it's hard out there being, you know, everyone's just kind of fighting for his own, which is why it's important to have people you can rely on a crew, so to speak.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Would you like to know your future?
5: You know what? It sounds fun. Yeah. Tell me about my future. Father Pike well we
3: all die one day that's no secret but what you really want to know Archie what you really want to know is will you be alone in five years in ten years isn't that right hmm
5: I don't think I will be, but...
3: But that's what you're afraid of, isn't it?
5: Um, maybe, yeah, a little bit.
3: Could Doesn't the solitude, no friends, no one to have your back, isn't that what drives you? Isn't that what motivates you to be the best mate of all the people on the crew of life?
5: Actually, freaking out a little bit at this point because... um He feels like there was a spell being cast on him or something. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that would be, would be, uh, that that wouldn't be great, would it?
3: He reaches out a hand and puts it on yours. Don't worry, Archie. You will never be alone. Maybe for a minute here or there. You know, maybe when you're in the bathroom by yourself or in bed alone at night. Well, often in, in bed, it, you, you will never marry. But you will always I be know. surrounded by friends. And you will always be with your crew until your final days. I can see it in your eyes. Tempos can show me it in your soul.
5: You will be with friends forever. <laughs> that, um, that's... I'm just gonna get a bit emotional. That would be... That'd be nice if what you said was, you know, true. I don't really trust... <laughs> and what the gods have to say but
3: you don't need to it's your inner spirit that shines through your steadfast dedication <clears throat> to what matters to what's in your heart of hearts your single minded pursuit of your deepest desires uh, as reckless and careless as it may be you're going to be okay it's
5: very nice to hear thank you father pike
3: would you like a hug archie
5: Sure. He gets out, out of his seat,
3: comes fire. over Gives you a soft, gentle hug For just a few seconds And then takes a seat again
5: <clears throat> Do you mind if I hang out here For a bit, Father Pike?
3: You have all the time in the world And you may share this s- Small table with me Up until I have to go. I am meeting someone later this evening.
4: Of
5: course.
3: Yes. And he doesn't say much after that. He sort of sits and watches the bar. And, you know, you can see him sort of scanning the room and getting like a feel for what's going on and and just taking in the sights. Um, But later that evening, Captain John
1: comes on through. I walk into the bar and look around. You know, is it busy? There's people from the island here.
3: It's busy, yeah.
1: And Archie is side at the table with the cleric?
3: Yeah, right side by side. Both of them quietly <laughs> gazing across the crowd. Does the cleric have any weapons on him?
1: Is he wearing no. armor?
3: No. Completely unarmed and unarmored. Um, I will
1: pull up a chair next to him. Archie.
5: Cleric? Yeah. Father okay.
3: Pike is the name. Father yeah, Pike, of
5: course. Father Pike, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Do Archie. the
3: two of you know each other?
1: It's my first mate. I am. That's why he's been watching you all day.
3: But he was the first mate to the crew of Life.
5: That's, that's just another name for. He's that too. Yeah.
4: Hmm.
1: You won't meet a nicer guy in all the Dardens than him. I know amount of times he's saved my life. The things that man's hands can do. Well, anyway. So, listen. I've been giving it some thought. Your friend, Nilrum. He will be here eventually. But the man is... He has issues with his temper. And he has issues with, you know, being told what to do. I should know. So, I'm giving you a warning here, Father Pike, that I thought about doing this myself and saving myself the trouble, really, of keeping you here, but I think if your goal is to talk to Nilrim and then take him back with you to Arcadia or wherever, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. He's we of all, and, you know, I say this with the greatest respect for... Your friend up there, we've killed men for a lot less than that. And we won't hesitate to do the same to you if you try and get in the way. So here's your warning. You can pack off, take your ship, or, you know, wait for a ship. Go back to Arcadia, or we can drop you off somewhere where there's more traffic. You can go back to doing whatever you're doing over there, you know, dealing with your dragons, your zombies, and all that. Or you can stay here and wait for Nilru to turn up, but there's no guarantee that you'll be walking off the island alive.
3: do you recognize the robes on my body the blue on top and the black below
1: I can't say that I do
3: some fancy god, cleric. you said Tempos right? What's tempos, that? god of fate time. and time fate, okay Nerul, so goddess of um, nature I'm sorry, Nadinus, goddess of nature holds the staff on which the world sits and Tempos stands above and turns it, making the world go round. He sees the future, He knows where our strings will take us. I know I am not leaving the Dardens alive. I don't know if my fate is to die tonight, or in a week, or in a year. Maybe I am marooned on an island and spend the rest of my life there. Maybe I settle down and find a family here. But I know I'm here forever I'm not afraid of my fate Okay,
1: great I am afraid of mine So Lots of points of contention between us there I'd like to keep going as long as possible If at all reasonable And it seems to me that you and your buddies Are a ship of yours Don't have my best interests at heart
5: At best, you're I...
1: here to kidnap my wizard. At worst, you probably want to drag me back to wherever you came from and experiment on me.
3: I have no designs upon you. I cannot even see where your strings lead you. I'm not a prophet. I, I, I cannot see the true future of all things. But everything about you is shrouded from me, it's mystery. I'm not here for you, though. I'm here for your pirate enclave of thieves and butchers and merchants, honest and ill. I'm not you here for the White you Prince. You don't even
1: know what you're here for.
3: I'm here for the wizard Nilrum. I'm here and then to put him on a ship that goes to a faraway location. And after that, it's none of my concern.
1: Where is it you want to take him?
3: That Just doesn't matter. Well. The, the end location matter. is not important to anyone.
1: Well, then tell me if it's not important.
3: Ethos.
2: Where is that? Yeah, where is that?
3: It's a small island to the north of Arcadia, of the main Arcadian island, which you know as Arcadia. What's that? not much. It's a new land fresh out of the sea. It's neither here nor there. That's not what's important. What's important is there's a ship filled with holy warriors, high clerics gathered from across the lands, pulled from important duties. Arcadia and Solemn, both war-torn and yet High clerics from all over have fled, have left to join with us, with me and my crew, upon the Mother of Pearl, and we are all here for Nilrum. What do you think can stand in the face of that? What happens, John, if you kill us all? If you sink the Mother of Pearl, somehow, and manage to slay every last cleric on board, what happens then?
1: Get a bit of peace and quiet.
3: For how long? A month? A year?
1: You said yourself. The gods have had to scrape all corners of the land to find these clerics. If I kill them, will they find more so easily? Is the gods not sending their best already? Any further they come will surely be second rate.
3: Or pulled from more distant lands that are less war torn and take longer to get here. Perhaps two, three, four, five ships. When the gods want something, you should not stand in their way. You've seen what I am.
4: Mm. I'm
1: afraid that my fate is tied to something greater, and that if you were to get what you want, if you were to get the answers, you're looking for, then my life is the last thing to be concerned about. My soul would be forfeit. An eternity of torment. It's simply not an option. I'd rather die at the blades of your high clerics disappoint my masters. The offer stands. You can stay here and wait for Nilrim, but your fate is your own at that point. I won't reserve any sympathy for
3: I will stay, and I will wait,
1: and well, others will you won't come. you will be able to leave. How will they come? You in touch with them?
3: Are you really concerned about the manners in which clerics and gods communicate? Do you not oh, have yeah. your own method of communicating with your masters? I'm not talking about that
1: subject with you any further, but my question is, If am I going to come back here, and there's going to be 20 of you fuckers waiting for me? If that's the case, I'd rather kill you now.
3: They know where I am. If I don't arrive back, it is a known quantity where I've gone. I do not communicate. It's a known quantity that I am in trouble. You can't run from, from me you can't hide me away the best you can do is remove Nilrum from within your reach he is what is bringing trouble down upon you and yours as much value as he may give you through his spells you do not need the clerics of Arcadia and Solemn coming after you
1: Well, I shall uh Think on your counsel, Father Pike, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you again soon.
3: One last thing before you go. You said you were concerned for your soul, um, eternal torment in hell? Where are you now? Is this not torment in hell?
1: You aren't particularly great company, but I've seen worse.
3: Gallows humor.
1: I see. Indeed. Yeah, well. Well. You let me worry about me, Father Pike. Why don't you worry about, uh, whiling away the hours whilst you're for me? And, uh, I'll see
3: mm-hmm. if I can
1: hurry things along for you.
3: I see Vorasi on my horizon. I am ready.
1: You and me both. All right, well, uh, I will stand up from my chair and say, uh, look to Archie and say, you sticking around here, Archie, or you want to
0: hang out with the crew?
5: I think I'm good to join the crew again.
0: Yeah. And I think I, I'm. there's only one tavern,
1: so I'm just going to go like a different part of the tavern and hang out with some of the
4: men.
3: Mm-hmm. Father Pike will stay here for the rest of the time. And we're going to take our last break, and we're going to come back on the other side with more What's Happening in Flotsam Island. See you soon. Yep. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Nilgram Sail, you're in Port Ferris. You are now nobles. Not noble born, but nobles indeed. Um, your family name, what is it? Engar. That's. Dengar. And as your first act as nobles. Your promise to your an adopted father is to get rid of all of the people who made a big ruckus going up the mountain who are all, you know, clerics of... Uh, well, not all clerics, but worshippers of the White Prince or followers of the White Prince. Yeah. Um, Sale, what do you think about this? You're probably the most anti-White Prince person among the crew. You've got good reason to be so. Um what's your idea what's your uh, what's your plan
6: i'm really mad i offered them peaceful terms of survival and surrender and they have uh, you know spit in my face by running off to the top of a hill and uh, forcing me to put what i assume is that old fortress that we were in before under siege and so now i'm feeling a little genocide they're all going to die they're mm. all Mhm
3: yeah that uh, makes sense
2: Um, I think our first order of business is we need to get new spells. So what we're going to do is I'm going to take the gold back from the manservant. Uh, Me and Sale, we're going to walk down. We're going to go back to the town. We're going to go check out Lady Butterworth's house. Is it
3: empty? The lady, the house Butterworth still has the servants who live there. Um, And they're still working there. Yeah.
2: Excuse me. Halfling. I say to the halfling in the
3: garden. Mm-hmm. Yep. The uh, halfling comes trotting over with another one by its side.
2: Hello, hello. Uh you all work for me now. Uh I am Lord Dengar. I am the son they begin of begin to son. laugh
3: when you say you're Lord Dengar.
2: Uh I magic missile one of the halflings. There's two?
3: There's two, yeah. Uh 44 He's
2: plus 4. Christ Norm. The Just halfling boom, dies on the spot, obliterated. yeah. Obliterated.
3: The other one shuts the fuck up real fast. Sweat (laughs) begins to roll down his forehead.
2: I will start laughing
6: evilly as if Neron told a really funny joke. I am the second
2: son. This is the first son of Lord Dengar. um, And we now own this property. So please, let us in. You are all of our servants now.
3: The one halfling opens the gate and lets you in. Keeping their head bowed deeply, lowly,
0: very respectfully.
2: I give him
0: a uh, a bag of silver, fifty silver. Thank you, my lord. Uh, please escort me inside and call a meeting. Uh, they hurry inside. You are the... Um, oh, yeah. I'm the second
3: groundskeeper.
2: You're the first groundskeeper. You're the first groundskeeper now.
3: Yes, sir. This way to your new house, sir. And uh, quickly inside, the servant will come and there's like a, a bell hanging kind of near the front door with a nice fabric cloth next to it. And they grab the bell and they ring it like methodically four times which probably has some you know, special meaning within the house. And not five minutes later, every servant in the house comes running and puffing to the front door, and they all line up in sort of strict formation, looking at the two of you and down at the halfling, who's giving them like a just sort of look.
2: Uh, hello, everyone. I am Lord Dengar's second son. This is my brother, <laughs> Seol Dengar. And uh, I'll give a we... Nod. Now own this estate, and you all are bound to us. Payments will continue. You will be paid 10% higher wages. Um,
0: And does anyone have a problem with this? I'd look at the faces.
3: There's a little bit of confusion, but quite a bit of silence until... Finally, what appears to be maybe
0: the head butler or something steps forward and says, Um, we were not made aware of this change. It is a bit odd indeed. Did the ladies Butterworth leave us a message?
2: Uh, no. No. I am glad that we are sorting this out, but um, we are taking back old Dengar lands, and with Lady Buttersworth and the Chroma family fleeing this island and leaving you all uh, jobless, because they were not going to pay you, I heard them laughing about it on the boat, you now work for us.
0: Welcome to the family. You serve the Dengars there's you know some some of the
3: formal rank begins to break as people turn and like whisper slightly to the person next to them or try and like look around to see what other people are doing or thinking um the head butler takes a moment i will go to the head butler
2: um i will attempt to be sly because everyone's like in a moment like talking to each other Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just hand him a bag of 25 gold pieces I will pull out a bag from my robes and Mm -hmm. place it onto his hand.
0: Yeah, he
3: takes it and feels its weight and cocks one eyebrow forwards. Uh, What would you like me to buy for you, sir? Uh, I would like nothing bought. I would just
2: like the... I'll be whispering this. I would like the uh, transition to go smoothly.
0: Yeah. Well, Lord Stengar... Shall I show you to
3: your rooms? Unfortunately, there is but one large suite um, that the ladies that okay. Butterworth shared.
2: That would go to I our suspe-
3: father. I see.
2: He will be coming later this evening. Um, does anyone have any questions?
0: Feel what- free. <clears throat> what would you like for dinner, my lord? Impress us right and um, um, we have to go for a few moments we need to inform
2: the chroma family uh, that they will be working for us as well however because you all have taken to it so well i would like you to know that you are now the head butler of both houses
0: thank you sir i will You're immediately welcome. send for clothes from
3: the chroma house since I don't think any of the ladies' Butterworth outfits
6: will suit you.
2: Understood. Mm. Sale, does this uh, please you?
6: It does, actually. I can can get used to being a lord, Nilrun. Understood. Uh, Sam,
3: please go with these gentlemen and pick out some clothing from the younger Lord Chroma's wardrobe that fits their measurements. He turns and starts issuing orders to the households, like clean up the place, get rid of all of these things. We can package them for sale, and you know, pull out. Yeah. These other, you know, he starts issuing orders around the house. Anything
2: with the with the Buttersworth emblem on it, um, sell it. I don't want any of that in the house. Remove all the drapings. Remove all uh, symbolism. This will be a Dengar household, and uh, I will see to it that the seamstress. I look. Does anyone put their hand up?
3: Yeah, one hand goes uh,
2: up. We will, need all, we will need fine clothes made um, with the Dengar symbol. Thank right you. away, my lord. I do the same thing at the other household. Uh, do you want to roll for how well it goes? Or you got it, I guess?
3: Um, it doesn't go quite the same because the yeah. Chroma household is fully evacuated. All the servants, no. all everyone is gone. The house just stands empty no um, furniture no no there's furniture all the things of value are there uh are, have been taken away you know except for the big heavy stuff you know there's like a fancy oaken table inlaid with stuff and that's still there but like the money is gone all the silverware is gone anything that you could like reasonably pick up and carry with you in a night um and has value is is out Earthless. and all of the servants have been taken or have come with lord chroma and are no I will here. have the
2: head butler handle that. I would like all of the locks changed. Um, mm-hmm. How much money do you want for that? Change uh, locks in the house.
3: It'll be quite a lot. Uh, he thinks to himself. locks have to be imported from another island. We don't have a, a locksmith here in town,
0: so um. Oh. 400 gold maybe no 200 gold i'm not i'm not
3: sure i'll, I'll have to do uh, some accounting and it will Nillard take time
2: all out i he only has seven how much do you have any money on your sale
6: i don't really carry much money i have 120 gold on me that's it
2: Can i have that real quick
6: yeah yeah i'll give you the 120
2: i have 820 gold 600 was in my in my uh, robes mm-hmm. 100 was on me and now i have 128 from him mm-hmm. i'm gonna hand over 800 gold and tell him um here's 800 gold uh head butler what uh, is your name
0: mm. uh my name is christopher
2: all right uh christopher here's 800 gold please just handle this for me and my family um
3: of course sir the other
2: servants of the other house have uh, been dealt with.
3: That need house to is find...
2: completely
0: cleared out. We will need to find new servants for the other house, I see. Perfect. Um, this shall cover most expenses up front, but
3: redesigning two houses from the ground up and re- replacing what has been lost uh, may be expensive. Um, at what level of comfort would the Dengar family like to live?
2: Uh, less than the Butterworths. I see. I know that you're used to buying the finest items. And while I do think that that is uh, some people's taste, it is not mine. To me, it looks gaudy, overly uh, showy, and tacky. We are rich, but we are also humble.
0: Um very humble, my lord.
3: Yes.
2: So, I'll be back with, I don't know, 20,000 gold to stuff our coffers and uh, pay dues with. That See. should last, how long do you think, a year?
3: Well, it depends on the income from the estates. Um,
2: you tell. What income do we have now?
3: I will have to find the Chroma books and look at them. A good accountant could be useful.
6: Um, find... I think we drowned one of them one time.
2: Yeah, I did, I did. Yes, yes, we did.
3: I shall make every effort to to get everything accounted for and see what lands are in your holdings now. Um, uh, I, I, um, I will see to the management of the estate.
2: Please do.
0: Thank There's you, my lord. There's eight
2: hundred gold as a starter. Um, if you need anything. You know, I'll be back. Uh, Are I have you going to go somewhere? About a, I have to leave for about a week. No, probably like a month. And then I'll be back with uh, money to handle our estate. Lord Chroma will be moving in today. And um, should we Lord, go? Lord Dengar. Lord Dengar. Lord Dengar. I misspoke, yes.
3: Yes, yes. Right. Heomegalo. Uh Well, then, I shall see to everything. I'm sure we can scrape some money out by um selling some of these things, he says, looking around. You know. Please,
2: at uh, normal, point out a bunch of expensive things in the house that he deems ugly or gaudy. And- right. yeah. <clears throat> sell, <clears throat> sell, sell, sell.
3: Right. It, it may take some time to, to sell these off, uh, but I, I, I will see to it post-haste, sir um
2: first and foremost make sure all of the servants and the employees are paid do not worry about the house being redone until uh i get back i want everyone to be on the payroll i want zero payments to ever be late to any of you
3: very good sir and um you said 10 percent increase in wages for the staff
0: is that yes. true that is Sure.
2: How much is the uh, monthly staff fees right now? Um,
3: I will have to take a look at all the numbers and figures, but this should cover w- w-
0: well more than cover the fees for many months. Good. Right. Um, Continue on. Of course.
3: Uh, uh, he turns I'll back see you to at
0: dinner.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he turns back and we'll sort out everything else, and you don't have to worry about it, leaving the two of you. To deal with the problem at hand,
2: we have to go to the room, have dinner, sleep, get new spells, deal with the problem in the morning.
6: Got it. Well, so we, should set the, we should set the ball in motion tonight. We should get uh, some young urchins, some children uh, to put out the word. Well, we need to talk about the plan of how we're going to deal with it first, actually. So, the plan I had was just to put out the word that um, we need men to help us surround the wherever they are up there the fortress or whatever uh every follower of a stair or person that's in that fortress that is captured or killed will have a bounty on them that is paid out to anyone who volunteers and then for every volunteer that we get we will pay the runners who go and recruit people money as well so there's like a
2: i don't know if this makes you feel better but i'm pretty sure that fortress only has one way out because it's on a mountain Couldn't we just sit there and you just blast it with your fucking lightning bolts and anyone comes out?
6: They will have at least one spellcaster. So I figure if we have a few men with us, just in case people make a run for it, we're not going to be able to catch people to make a run for
2: it. Let's get some men. I'll send out a servant to go and inform the town that we're looking for men to come and help us tomorrow morning. Um... We need and the reward for him we'll be paying
6: is one silver money. for every recruit that he gets. Yeah. He gets one silver for every man that shows up to join us.
3: Okay. And um, what are you offering to these people that are going to join you? Uh, probably five what's silver what's...
2: per person.
3: And yeah. Then... A, a day's labor for like an unskilled labor is usually about a silver a day. Um, we give so them this... five
2: silver for one day. Mm-hmm. And then whatever we get, we'll give them a cut.
0: Okay. We're not yep. sure
6: what we're going to get great no that's a that's a fantastic deal and there's there's not much violence expected you're mostly just like you're playing catch right if someone tries to escape
3: right great soon you have many people showing up next day right well they will begin to trickle in that night um but yes yes By the next day, you have 30 folks gathered round um, who've been told that they'll get paid five times their normal daily wages and a cut of something if they hang out with the new people who seem to be running things in town. It's an excellent opportunity to get in on the ground floor of a new enterprise and the more wise and uh, street smart people of the world figure
0: this out pretty fast. And So here you are.
2: Uh... I explain what's going to happen. If you don't have the stomach, please leave now. Um, We're going to be going and assaulting the estate. However, we have magic. You do not need to do any hand-to-hand combat. You're not going to be fighting knights. You're not going to be fighting people with swords, etc. All you're going to be doing is grabbing people who try to run away. My friend here, as I'm sure you've heard of, has a spell that will call down lightning. (laughs) Lightning. And we are going to utterly decimate uh, the Lady Chroma's estate at the top of the
3: mountain.
0: Yeah. Well, there you
3: go. That next day. Uh, oops, but you should be able to see everything. As you make your way okay. back up the mountain, back to the estate with its wall across the front, you've been in here before. Uh, this is not it. This is the wrong it one. It looks a little different. Yeah. Here we go. This is it. That's it. This is the one. That's the one. Oh, I yep. still got
6: the corpses. Huh. Good.
3: I <laughs> guess we haven't touched this page in a little while. Um Yeah. And soon you are outside the front of this estate with this big wall, the 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 hillside that it descends on one end and goes up on the other the nice little pool within the gates have long been restored and fixed from the last time you were here. Any damage that you would incurred the previous time is no more.
2: Um but This is what it looks like. Yeah. Normal cool form call out in a loud voice. Uh
3: Yeah. There's, there's anyone person on okay. the gate wall that you can see as you arrive, like you round the corner somewhere down here. Um, to the point where you can see the gate, and there is there's a guy on the wall looking watching the road to is...
2: I'm gonna do a charisma check because I'm curious uh if I can i don't know manipulate him somehow
3: okay. see'll look yeah, so like. how are you gonna Well he's you know shielding his eyes against the r- rising sun? Actually, it takes half a day to climb this place. So it's probably midday sun that he's shielding his eyes against. And he does look concerned. He sees this guy in these dark robes, kind of scary-looking, arriving. Um, he calls down to someone next to him, but he's too far away for you to hear what is being called.
2: What is the compulsive order uh, spell? Oh, buddy. Because Sail has that as a scroll.
0: Um... That's a pretty fucking cool spell Yes I do have it yeah I have five of them I think
2: Compelled Uh, to place everything he encounters into perfect order If he discovers treasure he divides it into tidy piles
3: Containing uh, Or containers of silver copper and gold Yeah essentially you get like the world's worst case of OCD Yeah and it's permanent. Everything must be carefully ordered at all points in time. Oh, if you're in battle, you have to like pick the order in which you will fight your opponents based on some um, observable, measurable criteria, and then follow it. So maybe you fight them shortest to tallest or fattest to thinnest or something, you know. Um, you are bound to this obsessive, compulsive order. It is... Uh... One of the punishments the white prince has used for people who might have betrayed him or taken money from him or someone who failed to do their job or keep their books well enough because it's a duration permanent spell. It's a way to make sure the bureaucracy of the state runs in line forever. But it affects everything in a person's life, not just their
0: day job. A yeah we won't use that sounds really difficult to <laughs> yeah nope. no one mm-hmm. will call out um <sighs> he sighs heavily <sighs> to the people in
2: this compound we have assaulted this compound before don't make me waste my magics and do it again come out now the ones who flee will be left alive the ones who stay <laughs> will not survive
3: the person calls back down to someone below them, and you can see, um, sort of, appearing above the the castle gate is some sort of tall bamboo pole, and slowly you can see that there is a flag being hoisted, and it is the flag of the White Prince and of the Dardens that is being raised behind him, shining and flapping in the wind.
2: He's, like, raising it? I can see yes. that.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the person who's raising it is probably actually below the wall uh, and raising it on a pole. And then there's the person on the wall who's behind, like, you know, 90% cover watching you. Um, but they raise the flag of the White Prince. That's nice.
6: Okay. Uh, I have a minor mechanical question. Yeah. Can my 4th level spell slots be used to cast spells of a lower level? No. Okay. We got
3: rid of yeah. that. Yeah. Too dangerous. Too uh, overpowered.
6: Yeah, because you could take like 400 mag- magic missiles. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Very well.
3: With the flag of the White Prince flying high. Well, sort of high. Just uh, just actually above the walls. It's not that high. Um, what are you going to do?
6: I'm going to find somewhere safe and yep. start casting call lightning. Yeah.
3: Um, the range of call lightning is pretty broad, right? It is... Oh, you just put it in chat.
6: 360 yards, which is like a mile, I think. Right?
3: No, not even remotely close. Or a but kilometer. It's like um, a
0: kilometer. Maybe. Oh, it's way less, actually. It's, it's like way a less. A kilometer. Yeah, it's a third of a kilometer. And okay, still so a it's still like a good distance. You
4: mm-hmm.
3: could shoot pretty far with it. Yeah, you can shoot pretty far with it. You're out. You're outside of bow range. You're at the very, very end of bow range. Um, and are you going to be targeting specifically the, the wall, or are you going to get close enough that you can target the building behind the wall?
6: You know, it's well, only a... three casts. I have three oh. three casts of it, and each of them gives me uh, eight bolts. Yeah, you're level and bolts. Seven, seven bolts. I have twenty one bolts of lightning that I can call down here today oh boy so i figured i would blow up the gates first start with the gates and then move your way forward
3: and i guess you can also cast it and then walk forward and call down another bolt 10 minutes later you don't have to stay stationary so it doesn't take long for the first bolt to obliterate this gate smashing it into a thousand pieces setting it on fire why don't you roll me damage anyway just for the funsies i think it is d8 per level it's 2d8 plus
0: 1d8 per level so, so d Yeah, yeah no, not bad yeah, well, that actually won't
3: completely obliterate the gate, but it'll obliterate the thing above the gate that gives everyone cover, and then it'll obliterate the walkway, and then the doors will still be standing with 38 points of lightning damage down on this thing. It will shatter and destroy um but the gate and the door still stand. The clair- the the guard on top of the gate is definitely dead though, and
0: probably the guards down below.
6: Uh any response in the next 10 minutes while I wait for my next bolt?
0: Yes. As you wait for your next
3: bolt, the, you can see um, two people appear on the walls with longbows, and they will desperately try to hit you. They need...
2: Can I do a roll?
3: Yeah, what are you going to cast? What are you going to
2: do? Uh, Norm is going to start casting Magic Missile at the people with longbows.
3: What's the range of Magic Missile?
2: Uh, it's going to be 60 yards plus 10 yards per level, so 110 yards right now.
3: Okay, so you're going to have to get much closer. Um, That's fine, yeah. So you'll have to spend a round approaching them. They will get two shots each at you as you get closer, Nilrum. Uh, And you will be at long range for them, so they get... Uh, Would I
6: tell Nilrum that he should let me cast Chaos Ward on him? Sure. Nilrum will wait. But wait around. Yep, I will cast Chaos Ward on Nilrum. Sure. Um,
3: While you're casting Chaos Ward, they will make their attacks at minus five for range... So I think they need a natural 20 to hit you, and they will try to target Sale. And we get no natural 20s. Um, so you can cast Chaos Ward on Nilrum, and then Nilrum can walk forward. Uh, that will be one more round of them targeting at Nilrum now as he walks into... I don't think going to make medium range before they get their shots off. So I think they still need 20s, and the arrows fall all around you, Nilrum. Nilrum. And would you please roll me um, initiative each one of those
2: roll? I don't know how this works. Do they have to hit in order to be rolled to go back at them or no?
3: Oh, I forgot about chaos ward.
6: Yes. Um, we just mm-hmm. talked about it and my brain farted so hard. It's um, plus one to AC plus two to AC against ranged attacks. And there is a,
0: what is the chance? I don't see it. Oh, it's, I think it's on the, in the book itself. it's like a the charts and, and tables are
2: chance or something
3: yeah the charts and tables are hard to bring into straight
0: text lines a uh, chaos Ward is a second level spell spells and magic book i believe There's a chance it may be deflected. I think it's like a. It was like a ten percent chance or five percent chance. I think. Yeah, you need
3: a D spell attack ricochet is affecting a random creature within thirty feet. Normal attack, roll or spell throw. Um, so roll me a D one hundred plus your level. And if you get a 100 or higher, it goes directly back at them. If you get a 96 to 99, it ricochets to
6: someone nearby. Do you want me to roll a D100 for every shot that was fired? Yeah, uh, for
0: four shots, please. Oh, Jesus, I messed it up. Uh, so nothing gets ricocheted. Oh,
3: because they each have plus seven. So that becomes a 71... No unusual effect. Subject game's normal benefits of Chaos Ward. Yeah. So oh. he gets higher AC. Um, uh, but the the bolts do not reflect. No rum, Give me an initiative roll against their bows. I think you're going to beat okay. them. Eight. All right. You can split your missiles if you wish. Uh, here's two 2d4 bowmen. plus 2.
2: I th- wait, hold on. Can't remember if I have 5 or 4 right now. Uh, up to a... F- yeah, I got 4. So here's 2d4 plus 2. All uh, right, one guy, 10, oh. and here's 2d4 plus 2. At the other guy, 9.
0: They both drop off the wall. A few minutes later,
3: Sale brings down another bolt. So this one will destroy the door itself. And you can see back here are like... 30 people, sort of a mix of people, some peasants, a couple of people from like the, the servant class, even a few merchants are here. There's one knight in armor with a sword and they're, um, well, the cleric is nowhere to be seen. The clerics of Astaire, those those people that are probably commanding these folks are not in the courtyard. There's a lot of these people, there's like 30 of them. They do outnumber you. They could mob you and destroy you. And once the gates are down, it looks like they're going to charge you. What are you going to do, everyone?
2: Uh, it looks like they're charging us.
3: It looks like with sticks and swords and spears and whatever they can find, this mob of 30 different people from various socioeconomic classes are going to come down the main path towards you. And you are at max range with your magic missile, which is, we said, 210 yards? 110 yards?
2: Uh, like one hundred and ten, yeah,
3: one ten yards.
2: Um, one second. Uh, okay, so what I'm gonna do is at at one hundred and ten yards, which is the same length as my mm-hmm. lightning bolt. When the mob is one hundred and ten yards, I'm gonna cast my lightning bolt on them. And it should just rip through that crowd. I'm not saying it's gonna kill them all but it should kill enough that they're going to fuck off.
3: Well, you're going to have to roll a really good initiative roll on this one. Mm. It's not great. Well, 110 yards, plus they weren't standing right there, so they're probably 120 yards, which is the movement range of a normal person in combat. Um, Someone in front could charge and get you if they can win initiative.
6: Are you mixing up yards and feet? Because isn't one yard, three feet?
3: Yes, it is. I don't think anyone's mixing them up. Oh, you Mo-
6: said 60 yards. You said 120 yards is normal movement? I thought it was um, like 60 feet.
3: It's 120 feet, but if you charge it's 120 yards. And you get a gotcha. penalty to AC, but a bonus to hit and a bonus to initiative. Um, but that is... Yeah so only do- really the two people at the front could possibly do this because everyone else is stuck behind them so 1d 10 plus three uh no because they've got spears which are speed six and then minus one sticks. for charging yeah but they're like you know pointed sticks they're that they're using the spears years, yeah. so these <laughs> two one of them will reach you before your lightning bolt goes off and by god this person's gonna get you nil run full speed ahead d20 plus two free. for charging um yeah. but it's not the knight it's one of these Imagine people he hits this
2: he, he might he might do uh. i get anything for chaos ward
3: chaos ward you gives you get both
6: against melee attacks okay. one to AC. ac
2: oh my oh! god he gets it. they
6: do it he gets all we the are way
2: automatically breaking we're not doing concentration, yeah
3: yeah he gets all the way to you with his little spear and hits you for 2d4 six points of damage oh, somehow like manages Good. to break into nilrum's area
6: um
3: okay. this is not going um, I to be charge
6: forward upon seeing these guys like on the same turn because that was my plan i was just never got a chance to say it
3: right yeah well, i was kind of hoping that they would lose initiative and Nilram would obliterate them and it would be, all be over but it gets a little bit dirty the one Wait, guy question. gets to Nilrum.
2: there a ton of like people around me or no
3: yeah, well, they're not supposed to be in melee combat, right? So they're standing behind fine. sail in case anyone runs past you guys. And so it's, you know, gate, nilrum, yeah. sail, minions. Um, so your spell will be interrupted. This other person will make it to you as well, nilrum. But
2: um, I go first. Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, that's true. I You'll, get my movement. Yeah, your um, lightning bolt will fail. You can move, but if you move, you provoke an attack of opportunity. So. I
2: don't lose the material component, though, Correct.
3: Correct. Cool. But lightning bolt material uh, component is just you know, rub rubbing fur and glass together.
2: Yeah, but you lose the glass each time.
3: Ah, right, right. I think. It's still there then.
2: Yep. Uh, I will just back up opportunity attack.
3: Yeah. 1d20 minus 1 for lack of proficiency. It's an 11. Missed. It's a wild miss. Whoosh.
2: <clears throat> okay, I will go back to the group and I mean, I'll cast next turn
3: yeah you start falling back towards nilrum the whole crowd is surging forward coming down this with the you know deafening yells clattering weapons um and uh, Sale. you were going to do
6: something right i was just moving forward to nilrum to back him up so like yeah it, you know i would sprint up to him or whoever right. it was so i think i saw them charging at the end of I'm this round 50 feet or mm-hmm. yards
3: Right. So at the end of this round, you and Nilrum have like met in the middle halfway between you two with the the horde of minions charging down upon you Um, and your minions who were told that they didn't have to get their hands dirty this way. They just had to catch people uh, standing well behind you. And I'll need initiative from the two of you against the horde. there you Mm, go how do i roll initiative for a bunch of people we'll just do the six in front of you and we're gonna need a i don't think they can be what i rolled like probably not i think sales
0: should be at full hp right now definitely yes i should be okay um these are not actual guardians i'm going to use the
3: guardian token um but these are not proper white prince's guards i just need something for them to be uh and we're going to do the first wave in front of you but there's a whole bunch behind the first wave but only you know so many can gather around you at one time
0: uh and then we will roll bulk macro that did not work for some reason there we go. It oh, it didn't
2: go on the thing.
3: Yeah, it didn't go on the thing. Yep. Um, and Nilrum rolled a three. Yep. And Sail rolled an eight. Okay. You better hope Excellent. one of
6: them isn't carrying a torch when he's put to cast web. <laughs>
3: Thankfully, it's midday. And no one needs a torch. Nilbrum, you do beat their initiative with a three, and um, sounds like you're I web going to this web.
2: Whole fucking area up so they can't keep charging at us.
3: Yeah, you can block off the area in front of you with a web, holding the people closest to you. They do get a saving throw for those of them on the edge, so they need a move. otherwise a they can't move at all. Seventeen, I believe, or higher. Uh, so one, two, three. One of them manages to around I, th- I think web i think if you're at the very edge you escape the whole web maybe is that what it says maybe i'm making that up are they between 13 and 17
2: strength
0: um uh, light unlikely they're probably they're probably between 8 and 13
3: Ooh, with a minus two penalty minus on the two. saving throw Two things may have occurred. If there's room to escape, then it's assumed to have jump free. If there's no room, then they're only half strength.
0: Okay. What is the exact... No, I'm sorry. Their saving throw is 19. So they all fail, and they're all caught in the web. Right. Excellent. Um,
3: That pretty much doesn't allow them to do anything, and Sail gets a turn.
6: Yeah, I was casting soften Earth and Stone, basically in the same area. Um, Maybe a little bit ahead so there's
3: uh a Uh, pile of mud now wait Uh, closer as a head closer to you or further from you like
6: it's like slightly ahead of them so they would run into the mud and i would have maximum mud coverage gotcha gotcha all right
3: so the whole mess of them are stuck in webs stuck in mud and then i think actually i think web extends pretty far so you've got them all gathered together they begin Uh, to cry out in pain you hear them cursing your name you hear the the please reaching the skies white prince come save us white prince you know what, what we have we done
2: a stare please save your people from my lightning bolt smite the earth once more
3: and they too cry out oh god great goddess stare save us from these heretics save us from these murderers stare we give you our lives and when we need you and um i think the lightning bolt rips through the whole lot of them and they all very quickly die 18
2: damage oh that's a bad lightning bolt.
3: yeah it's pretty atrocious but it will destroy all of them save the the fighter at the back the the knight in the back? Nope, nope, never mind. No, he's he's dead. dead. He's dead. They're all dead. Uh, and yet, the building still stands. The cleric is nowhere to be seen.
6: Uh, Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? I think we go back to range, at a safe range, and continue to bolt down the building. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Nero? Yep, that's good. You're going to destroy Fucking... this building
3: here? I mean, this you're about to take over this island. Isn't that a useful building to have?
6: You're going to burn it down?
0: Because of one cleric?
6: Yeah, I think, you know, sending a message. It's a
2: testament to the old family. family. They've used this place twice as a stronghold against us. Fucking burn it down.
0: Are you sure, Sale? There
3: could be riches in there, could be valuables, probably everything that they've taken from the temples in there. If you lightning bolt that thing down,
6: it'll all be gone. Not all treasure is silver and gold. Sometimes killing is its own treasure. Well, that was when also you're... a Jack Sparrow quote.
4: Is it? There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
6: take yourself another 100 XP. When your
3: first lightning bolt hits the building, though, something unexpected happens. Most of the building sort of erupts with flame, and in, almost in an instant, the entire building is on fire. Even though you might have just hit, hit, you know, this back top part flyer quickly spreads through the rest of the building and you realize that it was a some sort of prepared trap trap. laid for you with kindling and oil or alcohol or something spread about so that the whole building could be engulfed in flame and you would all die inside of it
2: we're too smart for you Koibu
3: and it's gone (laughs) the building is gone the cleric is gone the enemies of the state are gone the White Prince is gone. All of his followers, that would be willing to fight for him, are gone, and Flotsam oh, Island
6: lots. is yours. Uh, oh, I, I will un—I will unsoften the ground because I think that's permanent. Good. I cast another one. Excellent.
0: Excellent.
3: It takes uh, a
4: few—it
3: takes a few uh, days actually for the fires to burn down because this is a huge building made <laughs> out of wood. <laughs> Um, You will never really find the corpse of that cleric in here. The fires were too hot and raged too long and too much stuff was in here. Um, You eventually get some silver and gold that's been melted down into heaps and sort of mixed with each other, which forms Electrum Uh, and will be the bane of all D&D players in the world as you can mint Electrum coins out of this (laughs) murderous pile of crap. But Flotsam Island is yours. All the threats on it are gone. You're nobles. You have three noble houses now.
5: Amazing. So We're a good.
2: big. <laughs> oh. Huge. Um, can we talk to Lord Chroma before we end? Or not Lord, Lord Chroma, Dengar. Sorry. Lord Dengar.
6: Oh, totally, yeah. I also... We also need to take him to see uh, Rohi because he wants to do that. Yeah. yeah. Although that might be a next episode thing.
3: Well, let's go talk to Lord Dengar. He arrives at his
0: new estate.
2: Father, we have done it. We have ousted the White Prince on this island, and now this and
0: two other estates are yours. I... 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 I don't know what to say! (laughs) He sniffs a couple of times. Long have I wanted the
3: White Prince gone... Griff choked us his goals confused stealing children forcing them to work for him the survivors
0: there were none family had everything taken from them and now I know you're
3: not a good man son but I'm proud of you anyway
2: (laughs) thank you and you, I think it's time for you to go meet your maker.
0: Other son. I know you're also a terrible man
3: inside. The heart is black as the seas on a stormy night. But thank you. You've given an old dying man some some peace and solace. And for that, I've... You've, you don't need to hear me rambling on about dumb things. Take me to
6: your god. Show me what it is. I'll, uh, I'll put my hand over my heart, and I'll say, it was an honor to kill the White Prince's man for you.
3: He pats you on the shoulder and walkers his way. He, he double-canes his way down to the beach. Uh,
2: no one will pull out a quill and some ink out of his shit. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe I have parchment, if not paper. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, can you just write here... Um, could you just say, dear John, <laughs> these are now my two sons, I am so-and-so, and then we need signet rings, and I would like you to stamp yours into the paper, if you could.
3: My hands that. are too shaky. You write the letter. I'll I'll yeah. sign it with my ring and give it a scribble.
2: <laughs> then we'll write the letter. Um, mm-hmm. He'll make it very, you know, provost. These are the best children I've ever had. Thank you so much for leaving them on this island. They've ridded me of so many <laughs> worries. Da, 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 right, right, um, yeah. Noble signet ring on it. Yeah, and, then, and he gets
3: the yeah. harbor master to come by and witness this. And you know, he gets some other um important people around to come witness in case there's any question about who wrote or signed this letter. So his yeah. signet ring is pressed into it. The harbor master gives it his stamp of approval. Um the sheriff of the town is long gone, so it's just really the two of them. Um it is done. You can have signet Seymour rings made. Se- yep, yeah, Seymour was, is a yep. brother. Yep. Perfect. Yep.
2: We'll get him a little ring made.
3: Yep. Good. <laughs> yep. Good. Um, and at last, Lord Dengar goes down to the beach. Sail, perform your ceremony.
1: How intimate of a meeting is this guy having?
6: i was thinking of just maybe showing him like an omen reading although on the way i would like to whisper i'll kind of have a whispered conversation with norm's like Noam, this guy's kind of old i don't know if he'll survive the full ritual maybe i'll just do an omen reading what do you think
2: no 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 no. do a full ritual i'm sure ro he <clears throat> he stops himself i'm sure your god <laughs> will want to show him something and if he doesn't survive the whole ritual Noam will snicker and show you the piece of page paper we already got what <laughs> he
6: came for <laughs> <laughs> true and i'll start laughing <clears throat> and I'll uh, I will do the full ritual. I will uh, summon the god Rohi to judge and or bestow a gift upon this man as he sees fit, as he's an enemy of of the White Prince and therefore our ally. Right. You bring him
3: down to the sea. This walker's having a hard time making it down there. When he finally gets to the area where the waves are lapping along his feet, I think
2: sail and Nilormal, you know, as for the ritual, like kind of drag him down arm in arm mm, two brothers mm-hmm. and their father mm-hmm. and um i think no will go below the waves for this one too
3: and well, yeah
6: um, like a sea baptism
3: yeah how many people are watching is this like in full view of the town is the harbor master there who also signed the letters is it a private ceremony with just the three of you
6: um i guess his daughter could be there if she his wanted his daughter to come, will be there but, but i no think besides
2: else,
3: that right? it'll be private yeah it's just the four of you okay you find some secluded corner of a beach you drag him into the waves they swash over him. I don't know Nil-ram. if this is interesting
2: to you, but Nilrum does go down mm-hmm. and help sail
0: with this task. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the waves come and crash over the two of you. The sands turn up and swim
3: all around you, getting inside your clothes. You get completely soaked and pulled by the waters. And I think this is a nice spot to end our session and i think we'll be back next week with some more tides of death but i think so we have some questions we're a little bit late but we haven't done questions in a little while so if we can squeeze it in we gotta Mm -hmm. do them
2: all right we've been missing questions for a bit so here we go uh to neil to neil for this day's game what happened to baron song and his family
3: well, where, this doesn't matter. That's not a question about Tides of Death. What are you doing? That, Get that right out of here. Real
2: mad about it. So, um, what is Norm's ideal girlfriend slash wife? I think Norm's <sighs> ideal girlfriend slash wife currently is probably uh, someone who is just madly in love with him. Love potion mm, uh, mm. would do anything for him. I think that's what he wants. Uh, so Sylvie is who he's probably going to marry in the future.
4: Mm. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) um next question yeah i've been wondering where they ended up his son oh never mind something else uh my legit question submitted via the patreon was what happened oh that already answered that given that the weather is so irregular in the dardan's has anyone given any thought as to why this is potentially some magic of the white prince in addition since norm has some aspirations of claiming the white prince's throne does this power appeal to him or potentially sail
3: That's a great question. Does anyone have any theories of why the weather is so irregular in the Dardens? What is this giant maelstrom and siphon
6: in the middle of the Dardens? What is going on? I have two theories. Well, multiple. One is that um, having the same weather pattern over and over that always blows the same way is a... Expression of order by a stair over this land to provide regular ways to passage around the islands. The other thing is that it is Malchus pranking the people of the dense, putting his symbol in the sky over the land of order. Uh, and then, yeah, those are my two theories.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyone else have a theory?
1: I'm kind of on board with what uh, Jamie just said, but potentially... You know, maybe it's the after effect of whatever the White Prince did to trap Rohi, or the gods did to trap Rohi. You know, Maybe this is like the lingering effect of Rohi being under the sea here. But I think I'm more inclined to the former answer.
2: I'm thinking the Rohi stuff has something to do with it. Um, but I think it'd be funny if the god was just playing a trick on the other god. Mm. It's gotta have something to do with Malchus, hasn't it?
0: Do you think this is a
3: power that can be attained or controlled? As the, the question states, or like used in some way, once you have conquered everything,
1: potentially, if it's like an orb of storms or something that's making it happen, you know, maybe the White Prince has control over it in his little uh, top of his mountain.
2: You know, maybe he uh, can control the storm. Mm. That'd be useful yep. for clerics of uh, who have the call lightning ability. Yeah.
4: Mm. Mm. Next mm-hmm.
2: question. I would love to hear from the players about their experiences DMing. I don't think any one of us have done that except for Nick and Koibu.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I DM'd a campaign before I ever played with Neil. And uh, I had a good time. I I followed Neil's advice. I very much emulated his style that I saw on Roleplay. And his advice for making a campaign was just start with the first town and the first scenario and make sure you know enough details so you can improvise and then like expand the world out like don't do top down don't make a world and then put a campaign in it just sort of start with one town and go out from there which is what i did and the campaign was going quite well and i had like a paladin and a cleric and a wizard and the wizard was kind of flirting with being a little bit evil and mischievous and i thought it would be funny to or i thought it'd be interesting to like introduce sort of necromancy to him and it ended up destroying the campaign because at some point the paladin and the cleric were just like doesn't make sense our characters wouldn't hang out with him at this point he's literally yeah. evil I, I just I can't role play while this is happening and we never played again after that broke the campaign so you know think about it I guess be careful
2: if you haven't ran a campaign does it interest you at all Um, what kind of campaign would you like to run I haven't ran a campaign it would kind of interest me it just it seems like a ton of work yeah um, <laughs> It seems like a ton of work, and yeah, I've been really busy lately, so maybe one day I'd be interested, but currently I'm not too looking forward to it.
4: Do what like
1: you... a one-shot or something first. A I think it's a be better fun, way yeah. to do it, because it's a lot less of a commitment.
3: What about you, uh, Pokemon Challenges? Any interest in running a campaign?
5: Uh, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work. Um, like a lot of work.
0: But... Yeah. Fuck that. Jamie? All
5: right. Okay.
0: Oh,
6: Yeah, I, I run a small campaign for my nephew, but Uh, that's
4: uh.
6: not, it's just like a starter D&D kind of campaign from 5e. -hmm. Um, We're not really doing anything groundbreaking. I would love to run a campaign, but it's mostly a time thing. I would, cause like I would want to do it justice. I would want to put aside time. I would want to like write the world and build the politics and actually like build out the story beats and stuff like that. So it's just really a time commitment thing is, is the barrier there.
2: Yeah, if I had a mm-hmm. campaign, I would want to do like a full-on world. Um, mm-hmm. I'd want to have everything planned out and whatnot, and things going on in the background. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I would. S- I would say to you guys, and to
1: anyone else watching this, don't think that you'll be able to run a campaign like Neil does. I mean, no, he literally not, spends his no. whole life, like this is his job, right? Creating this world, and all of his campaigns are set in the same world. So the amount of time and thought he's putting into everything is impossible, basically, for anyone else to do.
3: If you're not a, you know, a full-time DM. But you can still have a fuck ton of fun even exactly, if you that, don't put in this much time and effort. You can still do amazing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I don't want to put you off of it, I guess.
0: Yep.
2: Alright, that is all the questions that I think I have. If I missed your question, please put it in the Discord channel for questions for cast. Um, we'll ask it next week, guaranteed. So... Make sure you go there, type in new questions, type in old questions. I think the question should be this campaign focus, not asking for lore from previous campaigns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we've been told to shove off. Mm -hmm. And for
1: cross viewers, as of right now, we're playing Toon of Scoria tomorrow and Thursday, right? Tomorrow an hour early.
2: Thursday an hour early, I thought?
1: That's Thursday an hour. Tomorrow normal time, Thursday an hour early. Yeah, that's still the plan right now, okay? That is the plan. And Mooton's gonna speak to his best friend and make sure that that's still planned before you know, <laughs> one minute before the show tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, see everybody. Bye bye.